Before we get started, we have an important rule to lay the groundwork for our podcast episode now and episodes into the future. We've noticed a lot of the negativity, the anger, some people are calling it a toxic environment of the social media aspect of professional wrestling. As we've said in the last couple episodes, we're trying to get away from that. We want everything to be not super positive. We don't need all the negativity that you've been seeing on the internet lately. We can like WWE and AEW. You can watch the Extreme Rules pay-per-view and like the G1. You can even like Joey Janela and Enzo Amore. This podcast is all about your personal opinions. No one's right. No one's wrong. We're here just to have a good time and not to knock each other too much for our personal opinions. Wouldn't you agree? Uh, hello? Chris? Rex? Steve? Jacob? Is anyone here? Uh, it looks like I'm alone. Where is everybody? Oh, Marmalade's here and a couple members of the band. Where's Jesse? Jesse! Oh, hmm. Well, no one's here. Just me and Marmalade and a couple of the boys. So they're setting up their equipment. I'm going to uh, find out where everyone is. So uh, Marmalade, take over. Boys, start the music and uh, let's get this rolling. This is the 20 by 20 podcast. I am Marmalade Fowlweather, and here are your hosts, Peter and Chris. Alright, thank you Marmalade Fowlweather. You sounded a little out of sorts, but that's okay. It's hot here in Michigan today, so the, uh... The heat is taking an effect on everyone, especially Marmalade, because he's used to the gloominess of wherever he's from. So, while everyone's getting ready, let me take a moment to get this out of the way so we don't have to worry about it later in the episode. You've already found us on your favorite podcasting network. That's 20 by 20 Pod. You can find us on Apple, Spotify, Podbean, all of your favorite podcasting platforms. You can also find us on all social medias. That's Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, 20 by 20 pod Also, don't forget to follow 20 by 20 apparel on all those same social media outlets. You can also go to 20x20apparel.com to find all your t-shirts, koozies, pin sets, everything fun in the world of professional wrestling gear. Also, don't forget to get that spring breakout t-shirt. Should be shipping by the time you're hearing this. We had a little issue with how many we actually got orders for. Most of them went out that week. A couple got stranded behind, but by the time you're hearing this, I bet they're all at their destinations. This has been a big week for wrestling. Extreme Rules, the G1, AEW had a big show, Evolve had a big 10th anniversary show. Lots of wrestling to talk about, but as you know... We're not talking about the current product. We're talking about our top five. And that is coming up in a couple minutes when Chris and the boys get all their shit straight as I sit here and 
banter away before they get here. Uh, one note we'd like to say before they come in here and make fun of me. Earlier this week, I was on someone else's podcast. Yes, we are not just talking wrestling. I was on the Better Band podcast, which talks about Pearl Jam songs one by one. I will be on uh, season two, so be on the lookout for that. If you're a Pearl Jam fan, you want to check them out. That's the Better Band podcast. Check out season one right now, and when my episode in season two comes up, I'll be sure to let everyone know so we can give them some numbers. We want to make sure they get a nice spike in the ratings when the boys come into town. So check out Brandon at the Better Band podcast. I think that's it for me. No one wants to hear me talking by myself for more than a couple minutes here. So while Chris and everybody is sitting down, getting ready, getting ready for the five count, as you all have come to expect, let's listen to a track from Killing the Business. That would be our boy Rex, who you've heard in numerous episodes. That's his project with his boy Jimmy. You can find them on Spotify and Apple and all those musical platforms. So here's a track from there. If you dig it, go find them on any of those platforms. When we come back, we'll have the five count. Famous of the crew. Been to the G1 final. G1 final hoot. Famous hoot. Sexy hoot. I have lots of different nicknames. Introducing the gimmick to get the marks popping. Blow the roof off the building as soon as I start talking. Ask about me, legendary at the gimmick table. Well, you job guys worry about the ticket sales. If my name on the card, I'm the top draw. If it's not, I'm still ready if it pops off. Hit my music, then I'm rushing the ring. I swear you job a motherfuckers won't be doing the thing. Yeah, strangest thing they say they rhyme, but they don't never scorch it. Motherfuckers all mouth like a demigorgon. I spit that upside down shit, I'm forever. Code. And leave these rap clowns leaking like 11 nose. Undeniably, I murder shit with every flow. Will the greatness ever flow? Only heaven knows. Me and Jimmy Ben bullying these rap nerds. And getting dirt sheet famous off a of crack shirt. What these two mealy about little assholes don't realize is uh, I'm the gimmick. I'm the reason it's funny. I'm the reason all the little marks listen. Alright, we're back. That was the Hoop Movie song. By Killing the Business, our boy Rex and his boy Jimmy. What? That, what? Oh. I'm here. Look, I made look, it. <laughs> look who's here. Chris has entered the building. What's going on? Oh, how's it going? Oh, I've uh, just been sitting here for the last uh, six minutes or so, kind of trying to kill time. Yeah. And everyone was... was late. You weren't here. Uh, since you weren't here, you didn't hear it. No. But uh, even the whole band didn't show up. Oh, really? We only had two or three guys, uh, uh, the Farnsworth. Everyone uh, on summer vacation or something? I don't know. It must be some kind of storm out there. It's <laughs> tough to get in. Everyone was late. We're paying money for the studio time, and everyone just lolly. Everyone's holed up watching the G1, trying to keep keep <laughs> that, on pace. That is true. So I was uh, killing time, uh, so we're ready to get right into it. Back to the five count? <laughs> Unless you had something to uh, offer, but I did... Uh, I waxed poetically about uh, all the stuff that's going on in the world of professional wrestling. Did you talk about how Lex Luger is the American hero last <sighs> no. episode? No. That's one thing that I did not talk about, actually, was the uh, feedback from the last couple episodes. Yeah, that, our, that's because our, you, you got called out, so that's our, why you want... Our patriotic episodes. As, <laughs> I'm, as, as we're talking about it, I should pull up the text that we got about that. Um, 
Also, <laughs> me being called a uh, foreign fanatic. Hey, you're the one out there defending Nazis. <laughs> I was not defending Nazis, although I was accused of uh, being a hater of ICP and a lover of neo-Nazis. <laughs> I never said... That should be your bio on the website. we got to update. <laughs> I never said... I wasn't defending Ludwig Borga. I just did not think he was a neo-Nazi. I'm glad that we had a confirmation from Andrew instantly on that he yeah. indeed was a neo-Nazi. Thanks, guys. We or at pre- least a fan of being... fan of the neo-Nazi groups. <laughs> well, we appreciate our fans, a.k.a. our friends, busting our balls and giving us info. And anyone else, we got, we got more listeners out there, so... Let's get we some do. feedback from people we uh we don't know we don't interact with already. I'd be curious how the uh, our British fans liked the last couple Patriotic episodes. Episode. Yeah. We should do a British one with them, then you could like get all hot and bothered about Zack Saber Jr. <laughs> I think that was the first episode. It was, <laughs> it was my British episode. Maybe that's why they all listened. They were so excited about your <laughs> love for but, strong style catches catch can. <laughs> Someone just googled Marty Scurll and found us. You so, get those fans, and I get the JR fans, so I like the big hosses. <laughs> Whatever. So our last episodes were awesome. Everyone listened to them. That's good. Um, I also mentioned that the last uh, week or two in the world of professional wrestling has been pretty huge. Like, I don't know if it's been like that for a while. I, I haven't noticed a weekend like that no. in forever. So In a random weekend. It wasn't like a Mania weekend. You know, no. Just some was, random show. And was it even like a big Survivor Series or whatever? No. You had Extreme Rules, AEW, the G1, uh, uh, GCW had a big show. Yeah. I, I didn't get to see it yet. That was the, the Backyard Wrestling one? Oh, I was talking about the Homicide one. Yeah, true. The Backyard Wrestling was before the week that, before, but, but the Homicide Yeah, show. I mean, there's been like... the. There was Evolve, there was Oh, the Evolve show. Yeah, there's a ton of shows on, so we're not trying to harp on the current, but uh, yeah, there's, this is a big couple weeks here, and uh, August is looking pretty big, too, Yeah, for us in particular. I mean, whether we are there or not, we have um, Old Wrestling has a we'll big show. There. Yeah. will um, XICW has a big local show coming up. That's at the Crowfoot, which yeah, I didn't realize. Cool. Uh, Starcast is coming up. I thought there was something else local, too. Um, Clash is coming back with a big show coming up. So there was a random free wrestling show coming up somewhere, somewhere interesting. Where it was like it'd be fun going just because of the venue. But I can't remember where it's at. But well, that's a good plug. <laughs> <laughs> next week, I'm sure they'll be buying a sponsorship next week. <laughs> so we caught up on everything. Oh, I do have one thing for you before we uh, forget. Oh, I think I know what this is. That's for you. I shouldn't have given it to Christopher because he was late coming to the studio. Oh, yeah. We have a mint in box. Well, you tell him what we're... What are we opening here? So, my collection of elites is very minimal at this point, but I'm trying to stick to new generation superstars, and nothing screams new generation more than Mr. Bob Backlin <laughs> in the robe with the winged eagle title. This is fantastic. Let's rip this bad boy open. <laughs> oh, we have a live unboxing. <laughs> I would tell you that you owe me the twenty bucks for that because I paid Andrew, but then you bought my tech yet for yeah, that other thing. Yeah, basically, events about the same. <laughs> <laughs> so we get to watch Jerry Lawler wrestle Mace. What's that guy's name? Um, yeah, who was that? Was that at the the Janella? He's some hardcore dude who's wrestling. Oh my god, that's loud. Oh, yeah, look at that. With the towel around his neck. 
We have a new mascot. We have a, what series is that, Bob Backlund? What uh, elite? They have the numbers on here. I don't know. I thought they were. Aren't they on the front top? I don't see it. Oh jeez, whatever. So we'll First take a time in the line. We'll take a picture this of an Bob Backlund somewhere. A Walmart exclusive, wasn't it? What do I look like, Matt Cardona? <laughs> he looks sweet. He's got the he's mean mugging. So we'll get a picture of him, him and our Jesse Ventura LJN. His interchangeable hands don't really do much. I think they're better than the fists, though, because they're kind of like gripping, crazy looking. Yeah, well, does he really need two different fists? I like I like these, though, the little open hands, kind of. So he'll go right next to my Razor Ramon on display up there in the slowly growing new generation. <laughs> the new generation. Well, I also, I want to get the, there's a sweet gold dust, like early era gold dust yeah and that's kind of out of that era i think but i think that's hard to find isn't it there's didn't hawkins and hawkins and Ryder? i thought we were just talking about that getting one. hard now i thought so it was on amazon like i have it on my wish list and it like it fluctuates in price i have that and the first mankind is on there and that one dropped in price and i'm like do i just go like up to the attitude era like 92 <laughs> i can't hey. do 90 because then it gets really like i'm not getting fucking uh uh Typhoon and earthquake and all that. Like I, I'd want to, but I just can't get that crazy. There's too many. Like what? They're on series 100 right now, right? Yeah. Uh, or is that is that a difference between the basics and the elite? I don't even know. Like I've been out of the figure collecting for a little bit. Like I still pay attention, but yeah, I'd always like watch what's coming out. But but the Mattels are just they went crazy on me. I was not part of that until very recently. Yeah. If anyone out there has a Pete Dunn, please <laughs> let me know because <laughs> I do not have that. Can you even get those at, like, Ringside Collectibles? I don't think those are. Oh, my God. Those are Target exclusives? Yeah, I think so. How am I going to get that? Should I not have given that to you? You're, like, totally distracted. I was just trying to pose them. I'll, I'll have to play with them later. It's, these ones with, like, the the razor I have the same way. They have actual material on them, so you got to, like, you got to work with it a little bit to make sure it looks good because, like, the razor gets all, like, puffy Bunch in the of, collar. Yeah. You can't make them look like a bad Barbie figure. <laughs> that winged eagle is sweet on there, though, man. That doesn't uh, stain the figure? Is that one of those that they always complain that... <laughs> the things they talk about blows my mind. I'm like, <laughs> you're like saving these like post-nuclear holocaust. <laughs> like, how long are these things going to last the way you're... Well, you want to keep them mint. I understand. I just got a discussion at home with my wife about keeping stuff mint and <laughs> does it need to be mint. And because I, we haven't talked about it, but I was at... Uh, not Gibraltar. What's the other? The flea market? Oh, yeah. And I saw the LJN ring. And yeah, you, you didn't tell me what happened other than the uh, photo when you seen it. There was no one there. It was just like an empty booth. <laughs> you should have oh. just took it. <laughs> it wasn't right there. It was far away. <laughs> but I was like, the ropes were kind of sagging. Yeah. And I'm like, ah, it's not really meant. And they you could couple- get around the ropes, though. Like, you could cut them and, like, tie them off and the yeah. corners were a little tight. And there was a couple other, like, figures and different things I was looking at. And I'm like, yeah, those aren't meant. And I got the discussion of... Why do you need them to be meant? And I'm like, well, I, I don't know. Like, I don't know how to explain that. I don't, they don't have to be mint, mint to me. They just have to be nice looking. Yeah. Like, why you don't want one that's like looks like you set it on fire? Yeah, LJNs are rough to like get them not beat up looking. Right. This good, this, like this Ventura I have sitting up here with us. He's his glasses. The black's completely gone. I mean, I could get away with the sharpie on that. I don't mind. I have, yeah, no, sh- I, I have no shame in hiding it in my sharpie on the. <laughs> Well, some people like it uh, perfect. Some people yeah. just, they're okay with that. As long as it looks good in the shelf to me. 
I'm cheating on the Hasbro's. I don't know if you noticed the Hacksaw's in the front row of the 2x4. Mm-hmm. That 2x4 is actually from the ECW line. Oh, come on. That's <laughs> cheating. Well, it's your collection. You can yeah. do whatever you want with I'm, it. Uh, somewhere in my mom's house is the scepter that King Macho. <laughs> sure, that'd be easy to find. <laughs> uh, you should take a picture of all those and post them somewhere. Yeah, we should. We'll post that on the site. We're talking figures today. We'll give a little uh, little glimpse. You don't have to do the whole thing, but you can... We'll show the Hasbros well. and the ECW dudes next to them. We'll save the full picture for the figure episode that we have That's coming true. up fairly soon. Yeah. Next time we got Andrew around, we got to... We should we should have saved this. We should load up on guys to open live on that one. <laughs> we have so many episodes that I want to do coming up. We just we don't have enough weeks in the year. We need to. We got to pl- plan it with people. Sometimes makes it a little hard. Yeah, all of our friends are uh, hard to come by. <laughs> hard to come by. What? <laughs> They're hard to uh, nail down for a you know a weekend or a whatever. We got to get Aaron back on. He's put himself on probation you said for the show yeah come on aaron come back to the show it's okay this, and this would have been a good one for him he would have liked this topic yes <laughs> you wouldn't have liked editing it because we would have gotten too fired up i'm sure <laughs> yeah we don't have all day to talk about this but <laughs> because we just watched extreme rules that was the big pay-per-view of the month um and because it was so extreme yeah <laughs> with all of their gimmick matches that they had there was a lot of blood there was a lot of Barbed wire and thumbtacks. I didn't realize, quick aside, that the Extreme Rules pay-per-view spun off from the one-night stand. Yeah. I just thought it was just a random <laughs> creation. It's but. still like the ECW show, like Tribute Show, which is funny. And have they, they, it was in Philly this year, too, which makes it even funnier. Have they had one every year since then? Yeah. They haven't like skipped around this, like Great Balls of Fire or whatever? <laughs> they, I don't think. I think it's been there every year. That'd be a fun exercise to go through and see. No one. <laughs> Anyways, See what the longest running like paper. non big pay per views are like. I wow. bet it surprised you. Like you'd think like backlash is, but I'm sure some of these like Money in the Banks and stuff have probably surpassed those that you think are. Yeah, I mean that'd be good. Well, let's just think off the top of our heads. This is a good podcast. <laughs> You're like Vengeance, Backlash. Those are big ones. Like those, you feel like those were around forever, but they probably were only there for like less than a 10-year window, and now you have Extreme Rules going on like 15, 20 years. <laughs> it's not 15 or 20. It's 2006, which is crazy that that was like 13 years ago. I'm just saying. It's, yeah. It goes a lot longer than you're expecting. Do you count like Money in the Bank and TLC now because those are almost like part of your big five? Yeah, like those are their staple shows now. Hell in a Cell is up there. That's fucking... T- I hate... We're that, talking gimmick matches here. I hate the gimmick theme pay-per-views. You like the Hell in a Cell or Yeah, because you have to force... There's no story building like, we're going to finish this in the Hell in a Cell. You just, it, we have to shove these guys in the Hell in a Cell because if we it was the show. If it was one match, but that first one... I think it was the first one or two, there was three. <laughs> that was the one where Taker and Punk like opened the pay-per-view. Yeah. Because I remember, remember watching it on my computer. <laughs> I don't know how. Like I don't, I don't even know how that came to be. But I'm like, this is first. <laughs> but I think there were three in that. They one. would spread them out. Yeah, like open the show, middle show, and then the yeah. headliner. Like I, I get when it's beginning and end. But like the TLC one, then you have a ladder match, a table match, a chair match, yeah, a TLC match, a table ladder match. Uh, <laughs> that one that had the stairs match. <laughs> stairs. Match. So I mean, yeah, gimmick pay per views are. Whew. Getting back to the five count, we are talking, <laughs> because we just uh, encountered, we witnessed, we relished in Extreme Rules. We did not watch. We, what? We are talking top five 
intergender matches. Let's go. <laughs> Sweet Sapphire. <laughs> Dusty Rose. You know what I actually did watch recently on YouTube? It was Joey Ryan, Cabana, Candice LeRae versus Trent Seven, Pete Dunne, and Tyler Bate. <laughs> Sounds like a good one. <laughs> it's really fucking good. What year is this? Like a couple years ago or something? Yeah, it could have had to be like... Uh, Maybe two years ago, yeah. two three years ago, but it was really fun. Would you count Alfonso and Kula? Uh, was that a, that's intergender, right? You're one on one. Yeah, tags, but that's man, that was a bloodbath. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he almost died. He almost <laughs> legitimately died. Um, you have Vince and Stephanie had an intergender <laughs> yes. match. You had uh, uh, China and uh, Jericho, China and Jarrett. Oh yeah, Disco and Jacqueline. Jackie, I just watched that a handful of months ago. Uh, I mean, pretty Sher- much Sherry, Sherry and Robert Parker didn't they match? <laughs> Probably. Um, I mean, in modern times, everything Candice LeRae and Joey Ryan because yeah. they had a ton of tag matches. Mm. Um, we seen a great one live: Joey Ryan <laughs> and Super Oprah versus. <sighs> we always got this. Sweet up. Willie and I don't know who the the girl I, came I, in. We've figured out who she was because she's someone. We've seen her since. Locally. But I, yeah, but I don't remember who it is. That was um, funny, though. That was a good... Anyways, we're not really talking uh, intergender <laughs> matches, because obviously that one that Extreme Rules was the best one that, ever. That'd be our number one. with it. Yeah, I mean, why wouldn't it be? <sighs> we are talking top five favorite gimmick matches. I guess gimmick-style matches, yeah. right? Not specific matches, but um, types of matches. Yeah. So... Um, we've done this in the past with our written five count mm-hmm. on the website. If you really wanted to go back on 20by20apparel.com and read our written word, more than welcome. But you're here. We're going to expand. Everyone wants to listen to us and not just to read. Speaking of intergender, we're, we're, we, we're in the, right in the middle one right here. We have a random survive, uh, SummerSlam playing in the background and... Undertaker had Sable in a chokehold. And she's with Albert for some reason. Uh, is that Stephanie that yeah. came out? Oh, what is going on? <laughs> <laughs> so, there was some, uh, yeah, there's some nonsense going on there. Taker with a weird haircut in this era. <laughs> yeah, this is, so, let's get back to <laughs> why we're here. Yeah, we are here for the five count, so, we're talking five count, so let's jump into the music. Five count. There's a sick man. There is a sick man. Well, well, what about this five count? You are demanding of officials throughout the world wrestling federation. Not for a three count, but a five count. The only man, the only man in the history of professional wrestling to demand a five-man piece. You're gonna get a five count. Five. We're back with the five count. We have to go over the rules. I think everyone knows the rules. Yeah. Uh, our list change periodically. You could ask us again tomorrow. Things will change. We uh, don't harbor any ill will towards anyone on the list or not on the list. It's all in good fun. I harbor ill will to the hell in the cell. <laughs> That's a whole <laughs> other topic. I harbor ill will towards my new pen that I've been playing with because it's really loud and I know everyone <laughs> can hear it. it. Yeah, I was... Uh, Put that thing down. I know. I, I can't. It's got the little... Oh, Jesus Christ. I know. 
So you don't want me to play with Bob Backlund over here. He's nice and quiet. <laughs> yeah, that's a problem. So sorry for everyone for playing with my pen. It's too loud. <laughs> Rules are simple. It's all good. Top five. It's not written in stone. So uh, we're going gimmick matches. Our favorites. Who wants to go first? You I can go, go first. That's fine. You have your list. I don't even see a list. Yeah, it's on my phone. I thought we weren't allowed to use our phones anymore. <laughs> I thought that was the Rex rule. Hey, you asked me if I had it. I don't even need to look at it. I know what my first one is. So, gimmick matches. Favorite I, gimmick style matches. This one, my number five, is made for TV. Because if you see this one live, it's not going to be exciting unless they hit your section of the arena. <laughs> Go on the Falls Count Anywhere match. Oh, which I feel like has had a resurrection with the whole Strowman Lashley feud and for the greatest thing on TV right now, the 24 seven title. So I, I enjoy shenanigans. I enjoy hijinks. I enjoy hardcore wrestling. You kind of get a little bit of both mm-hmm. with this thing. And I love as a kid watching in the nineties, dudes going backstage. I just thought it was cool. seeing like the catering and they're yeah. throwing like each other the tables or like you see random dudes hanging out backstage. Um, nothing ever got too crazy. I feel like in, I feel like Peak Attitude Era had a lot of false code anywhere backstage hijinks. <laughs> yeah, so I have, no, I'm sorry, I interrupt. No, it's fine. <laughs> I, I feel like I have a ton to talk about false count anywhere. Like, I recall when I was a kid, I think the biggest false count anywhere, or maybe the first that I remember was like NWA, WCW, was like, was it Kevin Sullivan and Norman the Lunatic? Yeah, where they were like, that's not my. They were like in the bathroom, <laughs> and like he came out with a toilet seat like around his See, neck. They, Sullivan did the same thing in one of my favorites, Sullivan and Benoit. I think they had a few. Yeah, but it, maybe it was Bash the Beach or something. They had one there, fighting through the bathroom and like whipping the shit out of each other into like the uh, paper towel dispensers, like ripping <laughs> doors off. I'm like, this, they're just beating the shit out of each other. And one of them comes out with a toilet seat around his neck. Yeah, I think that's a redo from a couple of years before. The problem when you, you just mentioned like the Attitude Era, the, I guess the, the hardcore title brought it back, right? Yeah. Or like the false count anywhere. Like, like, it's I'm, not considered, it's not a false count anywhere match, but that was the same premise that it. they're doing, yeah. Because I'm picturing, like, what was that, Al Snow and Bob Holly? Into when the were, river? Yeah, which was sweet. But I think the problem with all that with the Attitude Era is that every main event went into the crowd. Yeah. So, like, if there was a false count anywhere, it was like, oh. So you just get a pin on the outside. It wasn't, like, the first time anyone went outside the the ropes of the yeah, square. Yeah, I mean, circle. a lot of those are just brawling through the crowd and ending up back in the ring. I just, I don't know, that's a whole other topic, which... Rex will love to talk about about why the Attitude Era is overrated. But <laughs> every match turned into no disqualification. Kind of did. Like, did every Raw or pay per view main event just end up like brawling up the yeah. aisle, back around? It's the same match every time. So that kind of sucks. But one of the best though from that era, um, tail end of that era, the WrestleMania 17 Hardcore match. Where they... Well, that's a whole nother. <laughs> that's a false Connor match. That's was it? Yeah, I guess it had to be. They pinned on the uh, Titantron. <laughs> one of my favorite matches of all time. How about the WrestleMania 10 Falls Count Anywhere? No, that was a death match. <laughs> <laughs> Not the death match we think of, but I think it was called a death match. Dude, what are you talking Where about? He ties up Crush and runs back to the ring oh, to the 10 count. That's, that's not a Falls yeah. Count Anywhere. I just thought that for a second because of the backstage. Uh, what did they call that? It was called a death match. Like a Texas death match? Yeah. 
Well, when I think of Texas Deathmatch, it should be like barbed wire and <laughs> yeah. blood everywhere. People wearing jeans with yeah. knee pads over it. Tucked into their cowboy boots, <laughs> Hank Williams that. Jr. style. A sweet look. <laughs> I didn't know he did that regularly. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Falls Count Anywhere, that's good. I mean, that's a good solid. Yeah, and made for TV, because when you're there live, like if it spills out in the area you're not watching, or backstage, you're not really... That's another thing I hate about seeing that era live, was yeah. like, oh. There goes the main event, and I'll just sit here. ECW, every show. Oh, there goes the match. I was never the one to chase. Uh, I, well, the, I only seen ECW once, and it was a house show. Well, they came to you. Yeah, and I had Devon Dudley thrown onto me, which was so cool. And I remember his blood was on my shoe, and I'm like, oh, it's sweet. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Like, I never... I don't think I ever followed... Ring of Honor used to do the same thing. Like, me and Jacob went to that one show, yeah. and we kind of followed it. What about IWF? We'd follow him on the street. Remember that uh, Bob <laughs> well, and Ugly's match? You had to. We were taping it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you had to follow. It wasn't just even in the building. It was like, oh, man. They would. Those guys would brawl over the building, though, in that era. Yeah. But at least the building was small. You could still see yeah, it. Yeah, get yourself some spaghetti at the food window. <laughs> that was great. All right, so you're number five, false count anywhere. Yep. I'm okay with that. That's... A good little brawl. Uh, my number five, I don't know if it, I count it as a gimmick match. It's more of a gimmick for the feud. Uh, there's been a couple... Of, oh, let's go back for a second. I'm yeah. sorry. Are we going to call like your favorites of all those, or are we just going to start naming like, uh, random were, ones that we remember? You kind of just sprinkle kinda, it in. Okay. I, I sprinkle it. If we're looking back at our old list, my favorite was I put as the Kane, Raven, Big Show. Triple yeah, threat. That, that's good. All right, I'm just making sure. So uh, my number five uh, gimmick series, if you will, not just one match, but I enjoy the best of. So like, I, there's been some best of fives, but I'm thinking more best of seven. Yeah. Um, I know you're. Aren't you right in the middle of your Nitro uh, watching? Yeah, I think it's three to one, Benoit. <laughs> Don't quote me. It could. I could be I totally off. I love that <laughs> you know right off the top of your the head. The problem with rewatching it now is, so I'm watching oh. Nitro and Thunders. Are you watching Thunders? Yeah, I'm watching those back to back. But match three or four, I mean, it had to be match three because it was Nitro. Maybe it was, yeah, it was Nitro Thunder. Either match three or four was on Saturday night. Oh, my so gosh. I went to the network to pull up Saturday night, and they only have like '92 and '93 on there. They don't have <laughs> Saturday on. night '98, which who knows what's on that stuff. Yeah, that's so like I didn't nonsense. go to. Maybe it's on YouTube. I'm sure it is. Pull I think you could find it somewhere. But yeah, so I've watched a couple of them so far. Um, but yeah, that's the famous Benoit and uh, Booker T. Yeah, best of seven. That was sweet for the number one contendership. Because <laughs> Fit Finley is the champion. Uh, I thought it was Rick Martel. No, it's Finley. It's Finley. Martel's gone because he broke his leg in a match like <laughs> two months before that. Like that's just so random that I always thought it was for the title. The thing that blows my mind about that is Benoit and Booker T. Before that, had like five matches already before the. Best yeah. of seven kicked off, which I did not remember that at all. That's always kind of weird if you're thinking back to of a couple of series I can think of that, like, I guess most recently, I say recently, that was like three years ago now, <laughs> that, like, Sheamus and Cesaro wrestled every week. Yeah, I mean, and, I guess you got to get to the point that it, like, what's the story, like, why they had to do the best of seven, but it is weird thinking back that yeah, yeah, there's the, a handful of matches before the series. That, yeah, that's, oh, what are we going to do instead of... Yeah, you have a ton of matches, so what are we going to do? We're going to have a ton, a ton more. more. <laughs> but, I mean, those were okay. 
And it led to them being a team. Yeah, sweet tag team, too. Like, I feel like neither of them were doing anything up until that point. Yeah, they were both kind of floundering, as yeah. I say. What other ones were there? There was uh, Edge and Christian and Hardys had a best of five. Wasn't that the Terry Invitational the Tournament? The what? The Terry <laughs> Invitational Tournament? Yeah, the abbreviated IT. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I only really remember the the final, the, the ladder, ladder match. match. So the other two weren't ladder matches leading up to it. It was just two regular matches? I think it was a best of five, right? Okay. I think they were all just regular matches. Yeah, I think so. Sounds familiar. Uh, what else was we there? We did our research. We did. Uh, <laughs> well, I'm not going to watch all those. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. I have enough wrestling to watch on TV. Uh, TNA had a couple of good best of series. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, they had to fill the time with something. Someone's watching. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think uh, WBF-wise if there's any. Um, didn't Benoit and Booker T do it again? Redo it, yeah. On SmackDown, I think. That was in, like, that SmackDown era. That feels familiar. But I don't think that's nearly as good. I don't know. I mean, if you look back, I'm sure it's just as good, but the fact that it's, like, what, five years later? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm sure they're better wrestlers, but just they're probably going the balls s- out on Nitro, yeah. right? They're both young, hungry dudes at that point. Do you consider two out of three fall matches similar in no, the that's realm? The, no, that's totally different. Gimmick. Yeah, no, that's right. totally different. It's kind of the same ballpark. No, it's <laughs> Not at all. They're That's doing like, that a lot right now on Raw, which is fucking weird, because they don't want to go to commercial, they said, with wrestling. So they turn a lot of matches into two out of three falls matches, so they can do a commercial between the falls. What? That's not a thing. You didn't just That's say that. That, or, like, they'll, like, mid-match send a guy out there to, like, turn into a tag match so they could, like, go to commercial. So what is this, uh, uh... Teddy Long Smackdown era. <laughs> We're going to have ourselves a tag match player. <laughs> You're going to wrestle The Undertaker. <laughs> Which is also what they're doing on Raw right now. God, Raw and Smackdown are fucking terrible right now. I can't, we can't not be negative about this. Like, what's with the shakeup? Who's on? I dare anyone to come on. Tell this. me who's on what show. <laughs> well, one, I dare anyone to come on the show because we need guests. So please come on. But if I just named people, could yeah, you tell me if they're Raw or SmackDown? I'll try to guess. Throw me a name. Um, uh, who's D- gonna answer? We don't. Know. <laughs> Dolph Ziggler. He's not even on either. Right? He's just kind of like. No, like, he's wrestling. He's, every like a week. Util- he's like a utility player. <laughs> He's not on every week. He's re- I thought he brought him back just for the Saudis. <laughs> he's, wrestling, he's wrestling Kobe Kingston like every week for the title. He has a pro wrestling T-Store. How does that happen? I don't know. Didn't he just wrestle Kevin well, he's Owens? He's got to be on SmackDown then, yeah. Last week? It was like, did you watch that? No. The Kevin Owens uh, pipe oh, promo? No, yeah, I didn't watch that. <laughs> I watch more <laughs> current stuff than you do. Um, what's his name? Elias. He's on Raw. I don't think so. But he's Shane McMahon's... Oh, wait, Shane's is... Isn't he on SmackDown? I only watch I, Raw, but I feel like I see Shane every week. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. It doesn't... It's stupid. Shit is dumb as hell. I just feel like they are like just throwing a lot at the wall and waiting to like what sticks to like try to piece together something to run with at this point because everyone's so like angry online. They're like, what works? So, it's Bray Wyatt in the 24-7 title, and that's all he got, I think, at this point. So angry. So venomous. I'm sorry. I had to go off on a little tangent there. I just I don't understand, but it's all good. The matches are good. The wrestlers are nice. 
All the matches are good. It just, <laughs> I just, just happening. Can't follow it. So what am I talking about? Best, best of seven, seven series. Yeah. Best of series. I love the best of series. It's a good little gimmick. It gets you. Uh, I'm a fan. Anything that turns into like real sports themed is yeah. always fun to me. Like the G1 kind of has that feel too. Watching that right yeah, now. Yeah, it's, it's like, like a real tournament. Yeah, it's kind of cool. Tying it to more of a sport aspect. I enjoy it. I enjoy the best of five, best of seven, best of whatever. Best of three is kind of like a you need a little bit more. Yeah, I'm sure they've done that, but. I feel like that's something that happens like on Raw that you just forget about. Yeah, or like that. Um, oh, I'd count that more of like the best two out of three falls. Was that the weird Triple H and Austin match where like oh, it was all they, through a pay per view and they were different gimmick each gimmicks. time? That's the one where after the cage raises up, they're both like laying in the ring together, and it has to be someone from the crowd throws a full can of beer and it hits Austin <laughs> square in the face and he rolls over. And he's like, oh. <laughs> Like the camera zoomed right in on them because they're like exhausted, burning jars. Like these two men are dead. <laughs> beard just whacks them right in the head. And who won that match? I don't even remember. Got to be Austin. I hope it was. <laughs> so yeah, my number five uh, gimmick style match would be the best of seven. I'm down. So what are you on? Number four. Number four. So mine. This is a classic. This goes back, back in the day. I feel like you don't even see these anymore. This would be one I think AEW pull off. Hangman would be a good one for this. I'm going strap match. <laughs> and then I'm going to round them all off. Gonna, this is where I was just about to flag. ask. So to me, a strap match is dog collar, Caribbean strap, uh, Anything Russian <laughs> chain match. Any, any match where it's two dudes chained together. Okay. Either by the neck or wrist <laughs> is good in my book. The coolest sounding Russian chain match for sure. Um. Yeah, I always like the dog collar match. That was always good. My, that's my go-to. So here's the thing: is I, I've lo- watched it years ago, but I couldn't tell you anything that happened in like that the famous Piper Valentine Valentine one. one. Other than, didn't he have it like around his eyes and yeah. his mouth like those that cool picture? Crazy, yeah, friend of uh, of ours, Pollyanna, I believe is his name. Give him a follow on Twitter. He had a badass pin set of those two, mm-hmm. which I slept on when he re- reordered, like re-upped him, and I didn't order it. Um, but yeah, that to me though, when I go back to the list, the one that pops out to me was the old Caribbean strap match from Beware of Dog. Beware of Dog. Beware of Dog too. Those two whipped the piss out of each other. Like <laughs> in Austin, that area of Sweden, Savio to me was always badass in the ring. Those two just went yeah, went balls to the wall on that. Now, do you recall? Here's my negative on your pick. <laughs> in that match, did they just go go to a pinfall? I thought they hit the four corners. That's the problem I have. Sometimes that's terrible. <laughs> so, like, chain matches were always just to a pinfall, right? I think most of the time. But then most strap matches for, like, some long era turned into the hitting Pinning. the four oh, corners. Hitting the four corners, yeah. But, like, the, isn't that terrible? Like, because you're going to do the one, two, three. The yeah. other guy's going to come behind you. Or the, I think the Austin-Savio like, one is Austin has Savio, like, around the neck, and he's carrying him. And, like, he's hitting it, and as he hits it, Savio's, like, dangling him on his back and hitting it as well. Yeah. And, like, at the last one, Savio flips out and gets the fourth before Austin does. It it played out something like that. So Austin lost that one? I think so. On both nights? Or did they change it Yeah, I don't know. That I don't remember. Well, I'm glad you did your research. You know what else is a good one? This is the uh, the car ride experience. We're just BSing about. It is. <laughs> we don't need the details. And much like when we're driving, I'm Googling. Yeah. <laughs> so I'll, I'll just want to see real quick if we're missing anything here. Um, 
Vader Sting also was a sweet one. That was a good one. That was one. a sweet feud. <laughs> Thinking to the double dog collar matches, Pitbulls versus... God, who were they against in that? Like, Public Enemy, I believe? Like, early Dub- ECW ones? Double ones are weird. Yeah, they're, like, tangled up and, like, going through the table and, like, stuck on the table legs yeah. and shit. That was always sweet. Even just basic ones back in the day, it's weird when you throw someone out of the ropes and then you gotta, like... Go yeah. over, or you're like tied up. And I, I think that's what I like about it too. Is like, I change the dynamic of the match. Is the way they have to move around with the yeah the rope. I'm I'm okay with the strap matches. My problem was the last Russian chain match, wasn't it? Cena and Rusev, and like they had oh, to like God, light up posts. It was like so like clean and like nice looking. And I'm like, this is my problem with WWF in general. W in general now is. Like, everything doesn't have to be LED and fancy and shiny. Like, NXT yeah. looks cool the way it's shot. Because like, it's gritty. Yeah, if it's a Russian chain match, we don't need to see the post light up. Like, we get... We could count to fucking four. We know he hit three turnbuckles. <laughs> we don't need to remember which ones by the light up turnbuckles. That's just me complaining. Um, did you know that the... <laughs> the Samoan strap match... Oh, that was sweet, I think. With the, the signature match of Umaga. <laughs> Why... <laughs> Why would they say that? Isn't that the one where they tear apart the ring, him and Cena? It may be. That's like a weird era that I wasn't really fully watching. I want to look at a list, and it just says strap match. To them, to, uh, what do you call it? Wikipedia. Wikipedia, it does include the chain matches, strap matches, bull rope. Bull, bull rope, rope. Yeah. There we oh, go. Oh, here we go. Dusty Rose and Steve Carino back in the day. <laughs> I thought you were going to say Dusty Rose and yeah. Rude Boy at the <laughs> gathering. I'm pretty sure I saw that. I also like we don't arrest you any NWA, Dusty Rose. <laughs> it's ECW and JCW. <laughs> you know, Rude Boy. <laughs> you know, Rude Boy and Carino. Carino would bleed like a stuck pig in those I matches. Carino's on. I have a list of. A potential future episode, and I just saw a Carino match, and I'm like, I, that we need to talk about this. So. Carino, huh? We can leave that for... Uh... So, I'm just like, I'm sorry for not being more prepared, but why should I have been? Because it was your pick. So, um, <laughs> yeah, uh, you need to do homework for my picks here. <laughs> I mean, I do for everything else here. Um, so, <laughs> looking at famous strap matches... I vaguely remember Wahoo McDaniel and Rick Rude. This is like <laughs> like NWA, like mid-early 80s. Six-man lumberjack strap. Holy match. shit. <laughs> that just has to be one of those, like, where the lumberjacks have the straps and they whip people, right? That they can't, be a, people that, that can't be like a six-man strap match. All chained together. Hogan and Flair in a like strap match? That 90s WCW? Yeah. I, I think I, I remember that. William Regal and Austin in a strap match? Like WCW era? No. <laughs> no, no, no. WBF era? Yes, yes, yes. Wait, when? 99? Um, I can't tell from this picture. Because when Regal came back, Austin wasn't wrestling at that point, right? Oh, uh, yeah, this is like, Regal was around. Like 2003? <laughs> no, like, I'm sorry, maybe I wasn't listening to you. Like 99 is when I'm like, it's real gotta man. Be, yeah. Um,. Wahoo McDaniel, Manny Fernandez, I think, had a good... I, like, I vaguely remember that. Hercules, and Ultimate Warrior in a chain oh. match. That No, I'm thinking... Of j- just Was that Hercules, Ultimate Warrior, Mania? 
that wasn't a chain match, right? That was just no. Him. This appears to be on Wrestling but Challenge, and I it remember, also just I remember them like pulling the chain and breaking it. And when I was a kid, I'm like, awesome. holy shit! But I, I don't think Mania, that was a just because Warrior takes Hercules' chain and he spins it over his head, and then he slams the mat and it bounces back and hits him right in the face. <laughs> um, Sable and Luna Vachon in a strap match. I remember that. Yeah, Lita and Trish. That I don't remember. Um, so one I. Tied. One I skipped, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Upside down t-shirt. <laughs> One I skipped over, Detroit native, mm-hmm. Allison Kay has oh, yeah? a strap match uh, from Greektown Wrestling. Not Greektown of Detroit, <laughs> which like would Toronto, be awesome. Yeah. So if you look on YouTube, it looks like there's a uh, a free match. Obviously everything's free on YouTube, but yeah, she's got a freebie on here. Allison Kay and Alexa Nicole for Greektown Wrestling, so... That'll be a good one. I'll watch that. Cue that up. Put that in the playlist. So, yeah. There's lots of strap matches out there, but I do feel like that's a... I don't want to say a lost yeah, art, yeah, but that's a very NWA-like... You're watching, like, a Koloff's wrestle. It's like, like a dingy sh- arena with, like, cigar smoke billowing all around yeah. the ring. How did, like... J- maybe we're getting ahead of ourselves, but how did, like, JBL never have a... Oh, he had to have. Like, I can see him and Cena doing that, but I see him I and feel Cena, like, they like did. bleeding in every other yeah. kind of match, so... But, like, the last one I think happened, like, mainstream was Cena and Rusev, and that was, like, three, four years, years ago. ago? Like, it's been a while. Yeah, I can't. I'm sure there's been I a I feel like Hangman and, like, someone would be a sweet one. Yeah, I'm sure. That he, I don't know why he hasn't had a ball rope. Yeah, all for sure. I'm bleeding all over the ring. Yeah. No, that's good. <laughs> so, number four, something connecting the two people match. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Chain, ball rope. Funny. I didn't even see this was my next one. My number four... Also, uh, John Cena and JBL, famous one for our recent time, is the I Quit match. Oh, yeah. So, nothing says... I'm thinking Big Show and uh, JBL in the barbed wire cage match. <laughs> I was thinking that, too. <laughs> that, I, didn't, I didn't remember who was in that. Um, I think we didn't say it right off the bat, but with all of these, <sighs> not to be Russo and Cornette... <laughs> But a good gimmick match isn't just a random, like, hey, these two guys are fighting, mm-hmm. let's toss it in there. Like, these are the culmination of a longer feud. Right. I guess We you- touched on it earlier, we were discussing how we hate that there's a Hell in a Cell pay-per-view and they're not, <laughs> they're just throwing dudes in it for no reason. For like, no that's reason. the problem. But, like, I guess you could argue which one of these should be the actual end of a feud mm-hmm. but like i quit match i would put right up there as like ending the feud yeah you're you're going on forever and ever you can't find a winner just straight up making the dude say i quit yeah so in our era what are we talking that cena and jbl was bloody as hell right that's the one where cena's like looking like mick foley and yeah King of the death just match. The, the thick <laughs> blood when i think i quit match this goes back to my old days, but it's Magnum T.A. and Tully Blanchard, where he had the piece of the chair, and he's, like, trying to poke his eye out. <laughs> I mean, that's crazy shit. That's out of my... Like, I know that match, but yeah, it's out of my realm of I mean, it was a expertise. Li- it was a little before my time, but I must just be from, like, the magazines and yeah. all that that I remember it. Um, that's the thing, back to the last, the Valentine Piper dog collar match. Like, I've just the magazine photos like as a kid being like bloody as hell all wrapped around his face I'm like this looks awesome yeah that happening but go out of your way to watch it yeah Foley and man uh, <laughs> Foley and the Rock that's the one that comes to my mind instantly my god I mean that's 
famous for a whole nother reason, right? Yeah, but the, the, it overlooks the fact that how it, cool they played that off of like playing the audio. Because, yeah, mm. everyone talks about the chair shots now, but like that finish was so cool. I feel like I saw that coming. I know everyone says that about everything, yeah. but like that was... So what was that? Uh, Royal Rumble? Yeah. I feel like on Heat... When he specifically said, like, you'll never make me say, he screams I quit, and I'm like, that's weird. Just, <laughs> I didn't pick up on it, I don't... I, don't know, I wasn't I even a kid, didn't. I guess I was like a teenager or yeah. whatever, but I just... It seemed weird at the time, and then I'm like, oh, well... I bet now you for sure, like, that's something that if it happened now, you knew, like, being programmed now, watching so much wrestling, that you, you like, you pick it up, yeah. I think that goes to the point of how hard sometimes things, like, to make new and interesting for people is... Yeah, that does not happen often. Yeah. And then The Rock was in another I Quit match the next night, right after him and Triple H. That I don't remember. I don't think it was famous for that, but there was a weird, like, DX swerve. They have some blah, 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 which had nothing was to do China? with it. China, like, didn't join and then joined yeah. and then helped us. Super like, Russoed out. Like, bro. Yeah. <laughs> bro, <laughs> come on. Let's just. Yeah, I remember was, that finish. I didn't know that was an I quit match. Yeah, that happened I'm in. pretty sure it was. Pretty but. sure. <laughs> Is that your new character? <laughs> Pillman and Sullivan had a good one. <laughs> the one where he goes, I respect, I respect you, Booker you. Man. <laughs> I mean, that's technically a I it's quit true. match. What is it called? I, uh, just I respect, a respect match. match. Yeah. I mean, just making you say whatever. We talked about this earlier, but the Vince and Stephanie match was an I Quit match. <laughs> is that from like Armageddon? Ooh, Armageddon. Armageddon was sweet. I bet like, there was a couple of those. The first couple, like 99, 2000, I don't even. I remember 99 was Hunter and McMahon, I think, in like a false cut anywhere, no old barred match. Of course. I don't even know what 2000 was, but like. Those first couple Armageddon's to me like make me think of Christmas because they're in December, <laughs> like like the vibe of like Christmas lights and the Christmas tree and watching a pay per view, like nostalgic about those first couple Armageddon's for no other reason than like I think of Christmas time when I watch them and I haven't watched them in forever. But that's how I feel about December to December. <laughs> I've been wanting to watch that just to see how bad it really was. That's how I feel about this ECW out match that we're this watching. This is a right sweet now. match. I was watching everyone come out like it's about to be a fire four way. It's for the U.S. title. Of course it is. Rhino looking like his R3 figure for sure there. He's like <laughs> kind of lean, mean looking. Yes. So for the three people still listening, <laughs> we're watching Rhino, Chris Benoit, Eddie Guerrero, and Tajiri in a four-way for the U.S. title. US title. Uh, we should have mentioned we're watching SummerSlam. Is this 2003? Yes. SummerSlam 2003. Yeah. You don't have to watch along, don't worry. But we just had to have something random in the background. and This looks like a pretty good match. Chris Probably the best match so far on the card. It was a little rough getting to this point. Maybe someone has a four-way on their list. That's If you uh, think a four-corner survival is on your top five, you know hit, what? hit us up on the old I, uh, 20 by 20 pod. You know, Twitter, yes. whatever. Email, Twitter, smoke Get, signal. Give us a call. It's on the carrier pigeon. I don't care. We gotta set up a hotline like Hall Kogan. <laughs> yeah, we need one of those like Google what do you call it? Call in uh, voicemails. Yeah. We need one of those set up. <laughs> we had Aaron call us like after the first week. <laughs> Left the voicemail with his own music. No one's done that since. Come on guys. Send us an email. Send us a call. Four away none on my list. Well I'll say what Ronald will mentions touch on, but the triple or the three way dance mm-hmm. is my was up there in mind. 
Yeah. Yeah. It's basic. It's okay. The triple threat's basic. The three-way dance. A little bit better. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, my number four was the I Quit match. Um, we didn't mention that on 205 Live. They had an I Surrender match. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was I Surrender. That was with uh, Jack G- Gallagher. Gallagher yeah. and, uh, I don't remember who else. I didn't but... watch it, but I remember like seeing it. That was That's a funny thing. <laughs> I Surrender. It's very gentlemanly-like. That's something old wrestling needs to do. Is like, we have would so be many... like something like I Surrender, but <laughs> something along so... those lines. We have so many ideas for old wrestling. We do. <laughs> Let's get the booking meeting with Fontaine. We need to get He said he used to come on. I don't know. I don't know if we just try to set up a call in with him, maybe, because we see him, it's always the day of the show, and he's yeah. running around. I think we can. Well, we have some uh, irons in the fire, as they say. <laughs> we have a lot of things. He's ready, he said. We have a lot of things, uh, ideas ready and plans, but oh, much like everything else in my life, everything's a plan and not a... There's a not deal. enough time in the day. we got to quit our day jobs. Hell yeah. Everyone out there, if you want me to quit my day job... Buy more of these uh, nitro shirts. <laughs> yes. so, so, so Chris can hire me and <laughs> to do something. I don't know. But Conrad, if you want to invest in a boutique pin t shirt <laughs> hoodie poster koozie gimmick slash podcast to your network of things, hit us up. Yes. He follows us. He's he's friend he's friendly with us. Who? Conrad. He does not follow yeah, us. Yeah, he does. There's no way. Not the pod. <laughs> no, no one follows the he pod. He follows the 20 by 20 apparel account. <sighs> this is sad. I brought up the story about the guy, I don't know if you've seen that, a few weeks ago on Twitter. I forgot, someone was talking about, I think the topic was least interesting interactions with wrestlers. Like, just funny, like, run-ins. Uh, I did, yeah. So people were talking about Conrad, like, weird interactions I mentioned. <laughs> we never actually got to talk to him in person at any of the shows we've done, because he's always, like, busy. meet and greet, like busy. For- but I was, like, getting ready to leave, like, let's go say what's up, and that guy was in his face with his phone, oh. like, right up to him, and was, like, showing him, like, the Zapruder film of, like, this This is a footage from AWA from 1982, and I took this, and I edited this, and, yeah. did all this. and like, Conrad just, like, staring off into space, not, like... And I mentioned that, and he goes, that guy was a trip. <laughs> he was like, that was wild. <laughs> I love that he remembered that. Yeah. Uh, anytime we have any interaction with anyone, it's usually when they're at their busiest. Well, like, there's guys like that dude who are, like, not getting the hint that, like, you're a little too much. Yeah. So we're always nervous to interact with anyone because we're like, yeah, I'm like do they get all those people all day? So we're like, do we even, like, <laughs> go up to try to talk normal? It's always It's always a trip. Everyone's, I mean, we've said this before, but everyone I've ever interacted with, I guess in general, but 20 by 20 related, has been super cool. Yeah. I don't think we've ever, I don't know if I've ever ran into anyone who was a dick to us. No. But like, I just, I don't want to do it. I'm just afraid. <laughs> I just want uh, people, to, people are going to assume you're going to be like super marked out, I guess. So you're yeah. scared to like just go talk normal to anybody. And they're busy. Yeah. Like, I mean, I talked to Fontaine a little bit here and there at the Detroit show, but mm-hmm. he had no idea who I was. <laughs> I think he knows you and Steve, and I was just there. I think um, it took him a while to like link together me, Steve, being like the same group of people. Because mm-hmm. I think for the like longest time, he thought Steve was just like the factory guy. So he talked to him about the show through the factory, mm-hmm. and like talked to me about poster merch stuff. And then finally, when we all got together at the same show, he's like, "Oh, okay." I think he was linking it together then. I still need one of those posters. 
Put that in my goodie bag. I saved a couple of the autograph ones for, yeah, for all the... I have a goodie bag. Every time I come to Chris's house. I mean, to the <laughs> studio. Uh, what were we talking about? What I don't know. Yeah, how did we get on that? Uh, <laughs> people being dicks to us. <laughs> <laughs> no one's a dick to us. We're just scared to yeah, interact with anyone. We're nervous. We'll talk about that in every time we actually have a guest on. <laughs> so here, people but. probably think we're the dicks because we're not going up and talking to anybody. I, 100%. That's what RJ <laughs> thought. <laughs> He hates us. <laughs> there's, there's no way that anyone likes us. We're, he likes every post. I think he's friends with us. Too. We're the dicks. Everyone else is cool. We're the assholes. <laughs> All right. I quit. Number four. Yep. Jeez. So you're back to number, number three. Number three. Favorite gimmick match. All right. I'm going with a classic here. But this one's modern era. At least modern WBF has been lost because it's been taken over by the money in the bank. I'm going the straight up classic ladder match. Either one on one. Two on two tag style. Maybe you could throw in a couple extra people, but I want it straight up. A singles matchup. I want Sean. I want Razor. <laughs> I want the Briscoes. I want El Generico and Kevin Steen. <laughs> oh my God. I feel like classic ladder match built up, like you said, a good storyline to it. It was like, it's still to this day awesome to me. Like I need Tommy Dreamer and Justin Credible and a Stairway oh, to Hell yes. match. Stairway to Hell, Sabu and Sandman were like, I think Sandman flips off the ladder through like a barbed wire table out of the ring. <laughs> I don't know if I've ever seen that one. Oh, I mean, man, I'm sure sweet. I have, but I only think of the one. Uh, this is even a ladder match, but randomly I was thinking of the oh, triple. Oh, well, then let's just talk about any of When we're talking ECW and ladders, I'm thinking of. The triple threat for the title at Barely Eagle and Funk doing the... The spin? <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's... We talk about that all the time. That's the... I call it the Bubba Ray, but it really is it's the Terry It's the Terry Funk, Funk right? for sure. His, he does the Terry Funk moonsault off of it, and, like, Steve Richards has to, like, run up to just at least get a foot in the head because he's nowhere yeah. near him. Well, oh, yeah, a classic ladder match to me. As it's, I it's agree. The indie shows still bust it out and do it well, but at least in WBF... WB. Keep calling WF today. That's fine. Yeah. We're talking retros. You're looking at uh, Bob Backlund. Look Back. at the winged eagle. I almost called him Bob Holly. <laughs> <laughs> There's a figure. A sparky plug. Ooh. Get that. Are you listening, Mattel? Mattel? <laughs> um, uh-huh. Yeah. Like, I'm sure someone who's way more marked out than we are would think, like, would remember the last straight up ladder match, but I can't, I can't think of one. Like, they've done none money in the bank. Nah, but it's been multi guys for like the Intercontinental title and still feels the same. Yeah, like so vibe. That WrestleMania like 30, 31, 32, that era had like the 18 man uh, Danielson and Ambrose just yeah. killing each other. I feel like that's all they do is like they just lump all these guys so they have to like put in something. Yeah, I wouldn't count that. I'm talking. When I'm thinking I, like one on one. Yeah, WB era, like the last one that instantly pops to my mind is Jericho and Benoit, like Royal Rumble. I thought you were gonna say Razor Sean. No, that one's still the, the last best. one I remember was fucking WrestleMania time. <laughs> but I remember Jericho puts them in the walls of Jericho, like on top of the ladder. Ladder. It was oh it was so sweet. But yeah. We've talked about this before. That wasn't the three way. I think they Angle. do it there also. But I remember it like a Royal Rumble like two thousand two or something. It was some Random early 2000s one. The other slight problem with it, it goes towards predictability of wrestling. I hate that you just you're in a feud, someone randomly pulls out a ladder from under the ring, yeah. and then you're like, "Well, we're gonna have a ladder match in a couple of weeks." <laughs> yeah, that's like, not how it like used to be. No, I know, but I'm just thinking. That I started to say that the ladder is a tool that they use 
kind of not haphazard. Like, get out like, free, get out of jail free card. Like they're uh, like, are we gonna make something sweet so we can easily just pull a ladder out from under the yeah, ring? Or it's just kind of like a chair. Like, yeah. I'm thinking we were just talking about it. The Hunter and Sean, Sean's return match. Yeah. Where like Sean jumped off the ladder, even like McMahon and Sean. Where he like because had him in the can, the can. but That's, those those aren't ladder matches, right? Those are just spots that used a ladder, yeah. So like that kind of throws me off of like what was one? Yeah, I guess that's my fault for not remembering what a ladder match is and what isn't. But I just mean it's more of a prop to the fact that if it was just in ladder, oh my god, here we go. <laughs> if it was just and used in ladder matches, I think we'd remember. I would remember it a little more. Yeah. But the fact that it's just like it muddies the water with it yeah. being used. I I think the thing like with WB is they keep uh like they can't like go back in time. Like they have to keep moving forward and like making stuff bigger and bigger. Mm-hmm. Or I don't know. Like we haven't seen what AEW fully is doing, but I'm like I think they could like. Especially the way nostalgia is like so hot right now that you could like just build a match to a ladder match and like it'd be fresh and new because yeah. I don't know, but you haven't seen it in forever, but people like still relate to it. I just feel like to be like we'll never like take something from the past and like we're like everything I'm putting around, like a strap match, a ladder match. Like you could just build to something cool that's just a simple match like that. Especially like the dudes they have, like Ricochet and Cesaro going at it, like nonstop, like build that yeah. into a ladder match. Like, Talk about what should have insane. been a best of seven match. Yeah, right I there. was thinking that too when you were talking about it. They did wrestle like three or four times in a row. Just to our point, I was just thinking of a Money in the Bank match. Like, I, <laughs> yeah. yeah, you need, you need something, and it needs to be for something, right? There's mm-hmm. a whole nother thing. Like, can you have a ladder match without having it be for a title? It's got to be like for Guerrero's kids, like. No, there's a owning, there's a top five. There's papers. adoption papers. Yeah, top five ladder matches that didn't have a title up there. <laughs> um, shit, I just had another one. And, um, Stairway to Hell is a good one. It's a cool name. <laughs> just yeah. a roll of bar wire up there. Is that what they went for? Yeah. Yeah, I don't even really remember that. I mean, I remember it, but I don't remember. I kind of remember the spot, like, coming off yeah, the ladder. Yeah, what they were actually climbing up there for. Climbing up there for this loud pen. <laughs> <laughs> remember, it was Monday Night Raw, but it wasn't Monday Night Raw. It was, like, Tuesday Night Raw or, like, Friday Night Raw. You know, they'd always do those random ones. And <laughs> what, it was Wednesday Raw Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe that's what it was. It was one of those. It was Sean. I think it was Sean and Goldust in a ladder match, like, in 96. Hmm. And it was, like, a random one-off when they did in Raw. That was sweet. Those are interesting, too. Yeah. I'm down with the one-offs. If it meant something. I'm sure it did. I'm sure it was. Was the ladder gold? Oh, God, I don't know. That's... He it? does that when he was the hardcore champion. He'd pull out like a gold garbage can, mm-hmm. gold chair. Didn't he have a... Uh, maybe, uh, am I making this up? Did he wrestle Taker in a casket match? Yeah, it was a gold casket? <sighs> he wrestled Taker in a casket match, but I think it was just normal. Because it didn't fully pop out of it. Now we're talking about every casket match that, that ever happened. <laughs> that era was, man, that era was sweet between those three. Where do you put casket matches on this list? That's Sorry, not a mention. It's not bad. Yeah. That and Buried Alive are both. Yeah, they're kind of similar, right? That whole, it takes me back to that era of like 96, 97, 98. Like, you could do no wrong outside all of, taker. Outside of Inferno matches. You could do no wrong with the shit they were doing. Oh, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> you haven't seen my number three. <laughs> Inferno matches are drizzling shits. I love the Inferno match. Unless it's 
the Sheik and Sabu and Sheik's having a heart attack <laughs> in Japan. I don't want to see it. Inferno match was the subject of one of our trivia questions at Astronomicon. Oh, yeah. You uh... tried to trick people. It was a tricky one. It was who was... I forgot the question. <laughs> who has... Uh, Kane has been in all four... And who did he wrestle that wasn't Taker? MVP was, was... MVP was the weird one. The point was that I think he was in that one with Bray Wyatt, but it wasn't an Inferno match. Oh, God, I don't remember So it was all. trying to, like, trick people. Yeah, that's why people told you to... <laughs> what the was the card? Your uh, mother. Yeah, there, there was one, your mom. There was one, 1-800-EAT-SHIT. Yeah, that's an eat shit Fuck you guys. I saw that guy recently. I didn't talk about that in the intro. That I recently saw the guys from Podcast Detroit. They have a local IT in the D show. They have a lot of good shows, actually. They have a whole network, if yeah. anyone's interested. Um, a ton of stuff on there's there. There's a wrestling show on there. Yeah, we're, we're buddies with those guys. I went to hook up with them still. I don't think, well, maybe we talked about it. I went back and listened, or started listening to their podcast called Worst Meatball Sandwich Ever. <laughs> and it's really good. There's only like a half, 40 episodes or so. It's a lot of meatball sandwiches. <laughs> it's not just meatball sandwiches. <laughs> they talk about Yelp reviews, one-star Yelp reviews That's at restaurants funny. and why people <laughs> leave them. Like, who's, who spends the time to leave a one-star Yelp review of like a Burger King or a McDonald's? <laughs> yeah. or, you know what you're getting yourself into? Yeah, or people who say, you know, like, I've been here a million times. But this one was bad. <laughs> or they say, like, this was all good, good, good. And it's a one star. It's like, why? My favorite ones that they give you, like, four and a half. Or, like, just outside. And they talk about how great it is. But there's, like, eh, but this one little thing we had is, like, a little thing that they're upset about. Yeah, I, I don't get it. There's someone I see on Twitter who their gimmick was they were leaving, like, one star Yelp reviews about food. But it was at, like, a church. <laughs> like, a car wash. <laughs> like, it would just be random things that weren't food related. There's a guy on the Vice, he's not on the Vice Network, but he's on their YouTube, that finds one-star Yelp reviews and goes to those places. So he went to a, <laughs> he found the guy with the most one-star Yelp reviews for tattoos. Oh, no. And he got a tattoo oh. from him. Uh, haircut. Um, That's a funny show. Yeah, he had, like three, he had like three or four of them, and the guy is goofy as fuck. <laughs> you gotta be, dude. Get a tattoo from a one-star guy. <laughs> So it was, it's trying to be like a redemption yeah. for those people, but it's still like... <laughs> They're still shitty. Yeah. Talk about one thing in my life that I need a million good reviews for is a tattoo. Oh, God, yeah. Like, I follow people on... <laughs> we're so far off the rails here. <laughs> I follow people locally on Instagram that tattoo, yeah. and they could have a thousand awesome tattoos. But when I see, see one, one like. I'm like, oh. Speaking of tattoos, there's that wrestling tattoos is going to be at StarCast. He has some sweet, like, the one guy, I followed him on Twitter, so I'm like, I might try to set something up there. And he has some badass-looking, like, portraits of wrestlers. I'm like, God, the Terry Funk one would be sweet to get. <laughs> yeah, there's... Or Onita. <laughs> How do we get on that subject? <laughs> we got on Yelp. I think my point was that the guys from, uh, if you're in need of a new podcast, you listen to, uh, is that podcastdetroit.com? Yeah. They have IT and the D. They have a whole bunch of stuff there. There's some good brothers. I saw them. Yeah, they're, they're boys. I want to get them on a show. They'll be good. Both of them. The, the guys from the IT and the D and the guys from the wrestling show. So, yeah, where did that... Where did we <laughs> leave off? I was, I was finishing my ladder match. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, 
we thought this episode was going to go short and sweet, and that's certainly we're, didn't we're only an hour in, right? We're good. Yeah, we're looking good. So, are we? Uh, you're done with the ladder match. Everyone knows what a ladder match is, right? Yeah. All right. So that was your number three. My number three is very similar to the ladder match. Some would say it took the ladder match idea, made it better. <laughs> That's not what I say. <laughs> you don't even know what my number three is. Are you cheating over there? I was, I was re, I was resharing wrestling merch table, sharing their photo, <laughs> their their new purchase of the uh, nitro tee. So I had to share that to the oh, story. That's that's fair. Good get, brother. Get the new nitro tee. Wrestling merch table. Follow him on t- Instagram. He's a good brother. Chris's number three had the ladder match of putting a prize above the ring, and everyone fights for it. Yes. I also like that, but I take away the ladder. And I give you Ultimate X. <laughs> I didn't expect this. <laughs> I love Ultimate X because someone know, needs to. Well, not a lot of people watch that. I uh, remember it being cool when I watched TNA for like a year and a half. Like I just haven't kept up. I like to make fun of you, but it was sweet. Do you know <laughs> how many Ultimate X matches there are? Now I'd like to let's preface this. I'd like to go back and see how many TLC matches, Hell in the Cells. I'm pretty sure Hell in the Cell is in four days. Oh my god! 40 of them? <laughs> I think there may be 50. Well, I'm definitely not watching all of them before <laughs> we do that episode. <laughs> well, spoiler alert, we have a Hell in the Cell episode coming up in October that. Holy shit. That one of us has been studying for for months, <laughs> and the other one said, Why do you need to start that far in advance? And I said, Because there's fucking 50 of them. I didn't believe you. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot. At that time, I figured if I watched one every three days. <laughs> I would finish it by October. Oh, my God. And you didn't believe me. So, pencil that in, everyone. Oh, October. I got a lot of homework to do for that. <laughs> yeah, oof, there's some fucking bad ones. Some, I'd say 95% <laughs> of them are shitty. The ones I'm in are real bad. It's not going to get any better fast. <laughs> so, anyways, um, <laughs> I'd be curious on how many of all these other modern age Gimmick, specialty... Yeah. like. Elimination Chamber has got to be like 10 or 12, right? There can't be that many. It's It's got to be double digits. Yeah, but not... Only because the last couple of years, you you popped in like the women's and the tag one. and They still do them, don't they? Yeah. So, yeah, I mean... That might be like 25. Yeah, you're not in that many. But, like, how many Ultimate X's do you think there are? And I don't have a time frame, which kind of sucks. They still do them? I don't think they've done one for a while. 35? 40. <laughs> 40. Chris Saban has been in 17 of them. And this was at my last... juggalo number. <laughs> and this was at my count like a couple of years ago. I don't think they've done any since. So, yeah, 40. That's where you climb. They have the, the X hanging between the ropes, right? Uh, Without, like they've, cross wires? Yes, you have yeah. the cross wires, and they've done it with like the uh, titles in the middle. They've done it with the... The big giant X. That was, that's like the era the, I remember was grabbing the big giant X. The pinata. <laughs> the first couple, it would like fall and have to reset it. Was, so was Nash in any? Because he was a X division star. <laughs> um, God, if we ever got Big Kev on here, that's all I would talk about. Paparazzi production. You know, that's talk about my favorite era in wrestling. I love that. <laughs> God, but yeah, 
Ultimate X, basically, you have the, the cross wires. It seems like it turned into, like, a clusterfuck of people. Like, there's eight tag teams or 20 X Division people. <laughs> there were a couple where it was just straight up one team versus another, or, I mean, the most famous one is Styles, Joe, and Christopher Daniels. I yeah, think that was for real. the X Division title, obviously, I would assume. I think that was a, one of their only five-star matches. And TNA. But yeah, you some, find that. Do you find that on YouTube? They, they I believe like flag so. Too fast. I, I think it's on there. A couple other ones on my list that I know were good: Machine Guns and Generation May, also known as the Young Bucks. I feel like I've seen that one. That was a real sweet one. Anything with those two teams is yeah. obviously real good. LAX had a good one with uh, Styles and Daniels. They had a feud forever, but yeah, you can nitpick. Well, not nitpick, but you can find the ones that were like. Just one on ones, but yeah, they were somewhere. It's just like <laughs> Kid Cash and Suicide <laughs> and Frankie Kazarian and just eighteen guys. Suicide like, was in a lot of them. I feel like he was because he was like like a com- like a video game character and like just yeah. over the top. Some people did the crazy shit where they'd like climb over yeah. them. Like you're supposed to go hand over hand, but um, I don't know. It's your new age ladder match, I guess you would say. You're going for a prize. It was always with. It was different. It was unique. You'd More nimble guys, kind of cool with it. Crazy shit. Yeah. So, if you're going out of your way to watch one, anyone, I would go for a Styles, Joe, and Daniels from Destination X 2006, or I'd look for that Machine Guns and Young Bucks one. Speaking of, if we're gonna go off topic with the Motor City Machine Guns, yeah, Alex Shelley coming back. Is he? I think he's wrestling for the Ring of Honor title. At their next big show. What's Saban doing? Isn't he still around? Uh, I haven't seen him in a while, but I think he's still around. But yeah. Shelley hasn't been wrestling for no. a year or two. Talk about two guys that, I don't know, I think would be sweet to talk to. Not about wrestling, because we barely talk about talk wrestling. Talk about CC, just, <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of. But yeah, like those two guys are talking about super underrated. And yeah. Guys that were sweet in that era. I feel like they're lost, like, just because they're not around. But yeah, I feel like they don't get brought up as much as they should. Remember that sweet local Ring of Honor show? It was them and Briscoes, was it? Or it was them and Age of the Fall, I think. Uh, yeah, there were a couple in a row there for the around WrestleMania eras that had all combinations of those guys. Yeah, they had a few like sweet made events, and because you know they put the put the local boys in here for mm-hmm. them. They were sweet, great team. So that's sweet to see them coming back. Hopefully. Yeah, um, should do a shirt with them. Should be a good one. I, uh, there's a ton of stuff we should do. <laughs> <laughs> Just add it to the list of things that we, we should get do. The list, the list of things done before first week of September. That's the uh, that's the goal right now. Yeah, we have lots of things to do. <laughs> first thing to do is to get through this episode <laughs> and to edit it on time. On to, on to number two. On then. to number two. I'll go Ultimate X with my number three. TNA, watch it. My Love number it. two. Your yeah. number two. This is a goodie here. I'm sure it is. Let's see. I'm trying to think of the last one that happened. Uh, I don't know. It's It's been lost to time. It was probably at Extreme Rules 2019. It should have been. <laughs> it, sh- it should have been Lesnar and Ambrose at Mania. They should have done this barbed wire match. Just barbed wire match. Yes. So I'm going to go my personal favorite, No Rope, barbed wire match. Just the three bands of barbed wire across all of them. <laughs> I like that you have like... Versions? Barbie, it's like breaking off into oh, branches. Yeah. Like, well, we have My favorite one. is the three strands of barbed wire around the ring. 
Sometimes you could add like barbed wire wrapped around those three. You know, a little added support. <laughs> Not bad. Like uh, my <laughs> favorite support. barbed wire match, which Network just added a bunch of ECW super shows. I don't think they added this one. Born to be wired. <laughs> They're definitely not. Savu and Funk. Man, I don't know if it's like old school buy a VHS of this because I I have a VHS. <laughs> we need hundred percent. This should be over here for Danielle to watch tonight. <laughs> that match is <laughs> fucking insane. It is. <laughs> But it, there was, like, so much barbed wire in that. Like, they had the three ropes, and then they had, like, that was not everywhere. Th- yeah, that was not three ropes. <laughs> but, like, also cool, the versions of, like, you sell the ropes, and they'd wrap it, like, top to bottom over all three. Or the normal ropes. Or, yeah. or they would wrap it around, like, each rope individually. Like Yeah, that's a little rare, right? <laughs> like, I think there's on a Stranglemania. <laughs> there's one where it's the ropes, and then you just have like the ropes connecting to the post in between. So it's like rope, barbed wire, rope, rope, barbed wire, rope. Like, <laughs> what? That's, was that from Japan? Yeah, it's like where they're fighting Power Boy and Scott. <laughs> <laughs> See, when you talk barbed wire, I think Japan, where it's just they just have the straight like one strand. That's the coolest looking. I think is the one. For, and they just replace the ropes with each strand yeah. of barbed wire. Then you get crazy. Then you get two sides with barbed Let's wire. Get crazy. And then you got a pit of <laughs> a pit of salt and a pit of lemons on the other side. That's a good one. <laughs> Sometimes you put some C4 on there and blow them up. Sometimes you get a tank of piranha in there. <laughs> you have the barbed wire net. The net fly into it. Yeah, those are fucking nuts. So when you say barbed wire match, does that have to be like? Encasing the ring, yeah. not just like barbed wire. I'm going wire. just straight. I'm not yeah adding the extras to it. It's just a straight one-on-one barbed wire match. That's super, I'm getting super old school with all my picks. I got the strap match. I got the old school ladder match, and just a traditional barbed wire match. <laughs> traditional, the old <laughs> fucking Jerry Briscoe and Dory Funk. Hey man, the sheep herders are old school. And they're fucking people up in some barbed wire matches. <laughs> That's, a, that's an old I, NWA staple, too. They had some barbed wire matches. I think they had some. Yeah, when's the last... Was there ever... TNA? Was it the Abyss Sabu? Was that the last, like, mainstream one? Because you're not counting, like, CCW and no. GCW and... So, now I'm pulling my Google, which I should have been doing as you were talking. <laughs> I could keep talking about different variations of the barbed wire ring. We got to see some barbed wire in the mainstream recently. They brought it out for the... Did you watch that? Moxley and Janela? Uh, was that at... Was that Fighter Fest? Yeah. I'm sorry. Like, I love AEW, but I'm getting I'm confused. Like, <laughs> it's because there's just too much wrestling in yeah. my head. Well, there's no, like... There was just, like, one-off shows, so it's kind of hard to remember which was which. Yeah. Oh, because it'll be easier when it's, like, every every Tuesday night. Oh, yeah, yeah. That would be great. But yeah, they had the barbed wire boards and that. That match was really sweet. Yeah. Like, that's... I, talk about Aaron. I told him he, he tried finding the Dustin Cody one, but I'm like, you need to see. He's like, I'm gonna wait for the TV show, but I'm like, they're doing everything you want to see in wrestling right now. Like, I go, this one's free. Just pull it up. They had a barbed wire boards. They had thumbtacks. Yeah, how does he not see that match? That one he has to see because it's you just go and get it for free on Bleacher Report. Yeah, the the other one was free too, right? No the the, the Dustin Goldust was the pay per view. Correct, but, but the, the Fighter Fest and Fight for the Fallen. Those were both two are both free. free. I don't think there's anything hardcore though on Fight for the Fallen. Yeah, nothing. It was a sweet show. Nothing Aaron related. <laughs> nothing I even like. So what I was looking up, I'm sorry, is that 
So TNA has had a bunch of barbed wire matches. You're right, like Sabu and Abyss had one. That's the only one I could like fully remember. The but Raven might have been one. They've also had, and this is what I was thinking. I can't can't put this together. They had specifically barbed wire massacre, and there's been three of those. That sounds I think. sweet. So the first one was 2005 Abyss and Sabu, and that appears to be ooh. A little mix of what you're talking about. <laughs> the one strand, but then you have the X, like, yes. to, like, support <laughs> it, and, like, one going this way. So, still kind of flimsy, but there. So, I think that was Barbed Wire Massacre 1. Number two, for no particular re- <laughs> reason, was Abyss and uh, Judas Messias, who was, um... Kind of remember him. He's the guy, he's in, um... <sighs> he's in a bunch of stuff. I he's, remember that name back then. But then the third one was more recent, was LAX versus Ohio versus everyone. Was, was Ohio uh, versus everyone? Uh, Callahan and the Crests. Okay. I don't but, remember that name. That's a sweet name. OVE? Yeah. You've, you've not watched TNA in like two years. <laughs> I you? like Callahan, though. He's a friend. <laughs> He's, He's a friend, a friend of the... <laughs> yeah, that, I think that was a six... No, or it had to be a tag match. It was just the Crests versus LAX. What year was that? That was only like two years ago. Oh, so that's pretty mainstream. I think it was early 18. But they did the crazy shit where they had like the, the skewers. Oh, oh God, that's a new thing. Yeah, I hate the skewers. <laughs> <laughs> Danielle caught some of the skewers on <laughs> WrestleMania weekend. But I think there's only been three of those, and TNA has been very like specific about only doing... I think that that's something, too, that should be sporadic. Yeah, like, you're not... Well, I know you love... Your CZW and your, your I don't know, it's GCW, too much for me. But like, GCW is sweet, but yeah. You can't do that every week. Like, yeah. TNA in 15 years has done it three times, but that's, you know that there's three of them. Yeah. You're not, I, I feel like that, when ECW did too, they only did like five, I think. They had like Sandman. Yeah, Cactus Jack and Sandman had one. Yeah. Um, didn't Raven and Sandman have one? That sounds vaguely familiar. And then the fucking Sabu and Funk is insane. Yeah, that doesn't count. That's just... Uh, the Funks and Public Enemy, I think, had one in ECW. Like, 94, 93 ECW. <laughs> when you say the Funks, you mean like... Funk and Dory. <laughs> Funk and Dory. Terry's <laughs> just the Funk. <laughs> oh, my God. Maybe it was Cactus and Funk. <laughs> Maybe, but I swear it was Dorian. Jesus. Terry. Um, it appears that Sam Callahan and Jimmy Havoc had one in Impact, too. Got a lot of impact to watch after this episode. Yeah, there's a lot of uh, a lot of wrestling for you. Abyss and Steve Carino had a no rope barbed wire match. Yes, I don't know where that was from. How about the they brought this up on Bruce? Oh, FMW, of course. Yeah, FMW. How they're supposed to have a exploding ring match at WrestleMania? Like Vince met with Onita or whatever. I to, feel like, like I remember it. them hearing that. Oh man, could you imagine? No. <laughs> There's no way. That was like WrestleMania 14. They were talking a little bit about it. <laughs> Could you imagine? Instead of the dumpster match, it was an exploding ring match. <laughs> God. What could have been? So much barbed wire. Big Japan, IWA, FMW, those are the bread and butter. Like, I think Big Japan was still around, like, mixed with CCW and got crazy, like, intense with, like, weed whippers and <laughs> skewers and stuff. Like, that early stuff. Skewers. Like, it'd just be, like, scaffolds, and, like, the light tubes were kind of a little bit, and then <laughs> the bug zapper match. The okay, tank. okay, now we're just getting into... <laughs> Aaron is just getting hard right now, talking about all this, <laughs> all this blood and guts. 
Um, How about the brain bread match? <laughs> that's a whole other thing. I love that. Um, have there never been... Like, did IWF never do one locally? I find that hard to believe. A straight-up no-rope barbed wire? I don't think so. But, like, ever wrapping the ropes? Oh, they had to have. I feel like... I, just, yeah, I don't remember seeing one live, though. Neither do I. You would have been all over that. Hopefully GCW does one live for StarCast Weekend. We can finally see one in person. <laughs> Maybe Onito will be in town for it. <laughs> all right, all right. <sighs> so your number two is barbed wire match. Have we talked enough barbed wire? <laughs> do we need more barbed wire? Remember when Savio Vega pulled out the barbed wire at No Way Out, 98? Was that like a 10-man? Was that a tag? Yeah, like Sean got hurt or something, or someone got hurt and they had to throw Savio in, so he decided to bring barbed wire out. Yeah, that's random. Wrapped cactus in it. I was going nuts as a kid during that. Stupid mark <laughs> shit. So, you're talking this crazy shit, barbed wire. I'm going with my number two. Arm wrestling match? <laughs> I was going <laughs> to... I was going to mention how fucking stupid it is when they bust out things like arm wrestling. Oh, I and, love the arm wrestling, man. the tug of wars. <laughs> like, that's great. Pretty much everything. Stupid? What are you talking about? <laughs> it's pretty, awesome. Pretty much everything that Braun and Lashley have done in the past <laughs> they month. You know what they need to do? A pose down. <laughs> Get the fucking so Hit him with that thing. Oh. Arm wrestling, so fucking stupid. But hey, it works for them. It's uh, Mr. McMahon and uh, Captain America. Captain America. <laughs> Mr. America. You telling me that's stupid? Didn't McMahon also have an arm wrestling contest with Zach Gowan? <laughs> he did. Fuck. So many good ones. Anyways, what was your pick? <laughs> My number two is classic. It'll never go away. If they try to make it different with different variations, but I'm going straight up, just like you went straight up uh, ladder match, I'm going straight up cage match. Yeah. One-on-one, big blue cage. I was <laughs> close to putting this in mind. Yeah, I mean, if we have to pick, I pick the big blue big cage. Blue. But, uh, yeah, just one-on-one. I'll even take the, uh, you know, you escape from the door or over the top. I, that's I get what where, it should only be. I don't like the pinfalls. I get the pinfall because you want to make it a normal match. It was because, originally pinfall to begin with, right? And then they added the climb out. Uh, I think it was a WBF thing, right? Maybe. But I, I also get, now that we're getting super deep into the psychology of wrestling, <laughs> that like you could lose a, a cage match that way and not get pinned so you're still, you know, you don't look shitty. Yeah. But, uh, also, like, oh, I'm going to run away and win. Well, yeah. That's kind of weird. But there are, like, different ways to do it to make it interesting. Not just, like, the old 80s. You're kind of plodding over, and <laughs> you're halfway through, and someone grabs you, and you're like, oh, I'm going to get pulled back. Like, <laughs> They did a cool one recently. You see where Kofi dove over him out of there? Like, that was a hard so fall. That's funny, because I think I saw clips of it, but I didn't see that match. When I think of this, of course, I think <laughs> Ring of Honor because that was my <laughs> bread and butter for a time. Talk about H E R D. It was uh, Cabana and Aries. And it was the same thing. Like, Cabana was like halfway out the door, and Aries just fucking like a rocket went. Dove over him? Yeah, went through the ropes and hit the ground. That's like, holy shit. Yeah, that's a hard bump. But, I mean, Seen hard was... bumps, the Lesnar one was at the Saudi show where they like speared him through the cage. I don't even, it was Braun, maybe? That was a couple ago, right? Yeah, it was like... Where the first, they, like, went through yeah, the... Yeah, like, the way you hit the ground was so hard. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's like, oh! 
So that's happened a couple of times. Like, not too often, but yeah. the whole cage breaking. I feel like it's happened once or twice. Big show in Austin. That was, that was one. one where it swung out. <laughs> and Vince so, is like, ah, give him the finger all bloody. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, great just a one-on-one cage matches. I don't need an elimination chamber. I don't need a hell in a cell. No. Just give me the, the big blue or the big black. You know, after it was like the mid-90s, they kind of went yeah, to the black one. To black. I still like, um, like the old school chain link fence oh. where like they're breaking like they looks it looks shitty it looks like yeah, someone's like, backyard great nwa yeah like, it's like fucking rocking yeah we're talking like uh flare and race yeah. like that because they have the chain link now but it just looks like still bulky and like too nice because like the chain link now is supported by that top beams in between yeah, yeah. and it's lowered down i'm talking <laughs> you're bro <laughs> You're bringing down the pieces and you're putting them up. <laughs> like and we went to IDB Mid South and it took a, them like 25 minutes to put it well, up. Because they built it in front of us <laughs> with wood and chain link. But yeah, you got to be bringing it down. You got to be constructing yeah, it. You got to show just, a video package while they're building it in the ring. <laughs> you're not just dropping it from the ceiling and it's like one giant piece of cage. I need, yeah, the, the you're hit. I'm thinking like. Morocco and, and Snooker <laughs> yeah. where like when you ram into it you feel like the whole thing is just yeah, r- rubbery it's like gonna collapse you know what I like the old EC- ECW like gangsters cage match where they have all the weapons <laughs> <laughs> of course you would Gangsters <laughs> Paradise I think was the show that was it now why do you like that but if I brought up the TNA with like the the lid and the weapons you'd be like that's stupid because yeah, the lid is like eh, too much but has weapons on it. Just throw them all over the ring. Like, I, I shit think, everywhere. I think those were, like, five on five, too, which yeah. is kind of a lot. That was the one where it ended with Raven hand, getting handcuffed to the cage and Dreamer hitting him with it. I think that's the same show. Is that? Did they only do one? Like, for ECW being super extreme, how many cage matches did they ever have? I feel like they had a... Like, there was some just on the TV show. Like, I remember watching Passports, and there was, like, <laughs> <laughs> local reference for everybody. There was, uh... Channel 50 on your, uh, on your <laughs> dial. I had 1.30 in the morning. <laughs> but there's like a random cage match on TV like that, if you're, unless you're watching the TV show on the network, like you wouldn't even remember. It was like RVD and Sabu versus like Bam Bam and Candino. Like it was just some random match yeah. that was a cage. That... Yeah, I don't really remember many cage matches there. Hmm. Well, <laughs> good old one-on-one cage match I'm, I'm into. You think should bring back the blue for a random show? Yeah. They, they should have a cage match on one of those like raw reunion. Now. Yeah, the, the last what's the last big blue? Like I remember was it Foley and Triple H? That was kind of sweet. The straight up blue one, yeah. Um, if I'm talking like my favorites from when I was a kid, it was a uh, Hogan and Orndorff. They both fall at the same time. Yeah, fucking awesome. <laughs> Brett uh, and Owen was mine. That was a good one. The SummerSlam. Yeah, Davy Boy Smith looking funny as hell ringside <laughs> with the glasses and a shitty ass vest, <laughs> <laughs> dressed like a dickhead. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, that's the original, like, you need to end a feud, right? Because they didn't have all That was the big payoff back in the day. Like crazy 90s. shit. To me, that's like 90s gold payoff. Yeah. Lots of good cage matches. I mean, there's probably, obviously, we can't just name all them like you can. I'm sure. Yeah. Didn't they put out, like, a DVD when they do, like, the DVDs back in the day? I think they did a cage Yeah, one. but there's just so many. Like, every feud has had one, yeah. right? That's, uh, we could probably name... Just name a wrestler and there's been a cage match with them. Like, we're watching Kurt Angle right now. Oh, he would always do the fucking moves all the top. 
Goldberg ever been in a cage match? I'm sure. Bad WCW one. Yeah, we're not talking... I'll find out soon enough. <laughs> we're not talking triple cage of terror. I just watched uh, Super Bowl 98. It was the Bowery cage match from DDP and Raven. I remember that not being bad. Was that where Mortis came out? Yeah. He didn't debut, but he had, like... He changed... So he like, was... He was canon. He was, this was kind of like a long build, actually, because they had to like play the package on Nitro the next night of like why Mortis was the one attacking him. So like Mortis tried joining the flock like months before this, and like Raven didn't let him. So then Mortis just disappeared, and like Raven kept getting attacked mm-hmm. by someone in the crowd. But the funny thing is, is they show the package of like all the times Mortis came from the crowd to attack him as like a vendor, mm-hmm. a cameraman. Well, there was one. <laughs> there was one Nitro, Raven's cutting a promo, you know, he, like, sits in the corner. He's sitting in the corner, cut a promo, and, like, a surge jumps and just grabs his hair and pulls him out of the ring. <laughs> so, like, showing clearly, that's Canyon, that's Canyon, that's Canyon. That's just, like, a 50-year-old man who grabs <laughs> And, like, they go, like, there it is, Canyon again attacking Raven. Like, no, that's just a dude who attacked him for real. Like, they just spliced in the real that's fan great. footage. It was, I was dying. Yeah, that match at the end gets super convoluted because, like, all the yeah. flock comes in and all this, and then... Like, the way Canyon helps him win just doesn't make any sense. <laughs> but I remember that being an okay match. The actual match was cool. It was, like, the thing you're talking about where they had all the weapons stuck in the parts of the cage. Yeah. That's good stuff. Missing blood, though. How you gonna rake a guy's face in a cage and not bust him open? You need more blood? Is that what we need, Aaron? <laughs> <laughs> you need for a cage match. How you rake a guy's face in a cage and not get busted open? I understand. <laughs> I understand. <laughs> Well, you don't have to rake his face like a cheese grater. That's what it's there for. <laughs> Not what it's there for. It's there to, to <laughs> keep, keep the, the contestants in and keep everyone else. <laughs> the wrestlers. <laughs> there to keep them in and keep everyone else out. Fair enough. Whatever. Want me to recap? <laughs> I don't know. What are we on? What the are final, we doing? What's the final picks? <laughs> are we still doing the five count? <sighs> I'm about to have Bob Eklund choke out Bret Hart in a minute here. I just got a uh, Twitter notification from our boy Nick who moved to California, so that's uh, seeing if that was wrestling related, which usually it is. It's a (laughs) 50-50 shot. Asking us why he hasn't been on yet? (laughs) Well, we were going to, and then he went and Then he decides to move, yeah. Yeah. Who, what kind of asshole just moved to California? I like how he's just like, hey, I could sell merch at Bar Wrestling and Pro Wrestling Grill. I'm like... How are you just show up with it? Like, <laughs> you just said it so matter-of-factly. Like, I can go and sell it there. <laughs> hey, if we have any listeners out in California and you want some uh, want some product. <laughs> oh, that's, uh, we got one in the can in here lined up starting for a Mecca. Yeah. If a you teaser for a... If you live in the Rancho Cucamonga area, <laughs> our boy Nick is down there for the next uh, 10 to 12 to 18 months. So Yeah, our next Mecca is going to be a West Coast one, but it got bumped back one. It's it's in the works. It's in the everything's in the works. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah. Recap your top five. Oh, okay, my number five falls kind of anywhere. Good old fashioned Chris Benoit, Kevin Sullivan, bathroom brawl. Boring. My number four was a strap match. Shitty. What? <laughs> I'm sorry. Go on. Strap match, dog collar, <laughs> take your pick, Russian chain. As long as two guys are chained up together. <laughs> What? Number three, 
ladder match. Good old-fashioned ladder match. I don't need a bunch of guys wrestling for a briefcase. I need two dudes or two tag teams in a ladder match. Why does it have to be two dudes? Two women, either or. There's another one. That wasn't a ladder match, but the spot I remember was the ladder. was Lynch and, and Charlotte. That was a badass match. Was that this year? That was the end year. of last year. I was going to say, that might be in the running for match of the year. What was that? I, I it know was from the woman's I know it was on Evolution. It was like, what a, last, but, last woman standing? Last woman standing, I think. Again, like, the biggest spot was the ladder, so I, I don't know, it's just a prop. Muddies the water. It does. You know what doesn't muddy the water? Barbed Bar wire. <laughs> no rope. We'll use ropes if you want, but I'm going to go no rope as my personal <laughs> preference. Three strands. Maybe you want to add a little extra support, you could do it. That's fine. The, the X behind it yeah. is, is okay with you. And then my number one, this one, like you said, this ain't going nowhere. This is a classic. It's got blood. It's got guts. This goes against everything I complained about earlier, <laughs> but it's a pay-per-view built around one gimmick match. <laughs> but that gimmick match is the shit. It's the Royal Rumble. Not, okay. What? Nothing. Go ahead. The Royal Rumble. 30 men enter. Yes. Sometimes it's 40. Sometimes it's 20. 40 was a little bit of a snoozer. Sometimes it's 50. <laughs> and you know what? I watched Chikara do their version. Also fun. <laughs> Theirs was called the Infinity Gauntlet. <laughs> it was a good time. But yeah, this is the when I think of being a child and what I loved about wrestling is going to Blockbuster or the other shitty little video store we'd go to in a strip mall and renting <laughs> Royal Rumble's F- family video for you out there. <laughs> no, this was just some dude who had it in the corner of a strip mall. I see the guy who said you couldn't buy Coliseums and then you cursed him and then he went out of business. <laughs> it wasn't the same guy, but it was the same type of man. <laughs> This is the, like this one was super tiny, like smaller than it was about the size of the, the room in which no one listening could comprehend. Yes, our studio. Yeah, but a little tiny. It was just like four or five rows, so the wrestling tapes were on the same wall that the children's videos were. So I'd either get a Royal Rumble tape ninety percent of the time, or a SummerSlam, or whatever, or I'd rent the Transformers, <laughs> all of them in the giant porn box tapes that <laughs> kind of like this elite box, big heavy porn box. So the dude would heavy the dude would box. have it on the shelf. He'd have them lined up like this. So you'd be like, oh, fuck, yeah, Royal Rumble 92's in. Because when it finally showed up, I was so excited. I'd have to pull it out and look at the rubber band. And the, behind it was like a ticket. So if it had the ticket, that meant the tape was in. When mm-hmm. I pulled it out, the ticket was in there. I'm like, ah. And I'd look at the back of the box and be like, wow, look at Ric Flair's in this Royal Rumble. <laughs> the back. They didn't just have the tape behind it? No, it was, his was, because it was so small, it was just all... The sp- oh. spines. He didn't trust you. Yeah, so he'd have to pull it out and look for the ticket, and then he'd bring the ticket up, and he'd have like, all those tapes in the wall behind him. Like old school Toys R Us. Yeah. Where you go and you get yeah. the ticket for the video. Oh, those are Same awesome. type of thing. Do kids even know what we're talking about? Oh, God, no. And the funny thing is, like, so that wall was the kids and the wrestling tapes and sports tapes, and then the wall across from it was the horror movies. So as a kid, it was like terrifying seeing the... VHS cover of Pumpkinhead. <laughs> I'm like, this is fucking so scary looking. That's <laughs> when so you went and got the barbed wire death match. <laughs> <laughs> well, I always remember like the NWA Best of Star, Starcast, whatever, or maybe what? Best of Star, <laughs> Best of Starcade. <laughs> We're gonna be at the Best of Starcast <laughs> at the end of this month. I think it was Best of Starcade where the cover was like a drawing of like Road Warriors and Koloffs and Dusty mm-hmm. and shit. And they're all like on a cage. I remember renting that as a kid. So I'm like, oh, this looks crazy. I don't know what this is. Anyways, my pick was the Royal Rumble. Sorry, that was a legit yawn by me. That wasn't me making fun of Chris. I just, I'm tired. I got so excited waxing about fucking video stores. I had a long day. I'm tired. Sorry. But yeah, the Royal Rumble. I, nostalgia, man. It's what I loved growing up about wrestling. 
So this day, it's still like the pay-per-view I get that the most excited for to watch, no matter what it's going to be. And it's funny that you like call out ladder match, basic. All these basic <laughs> matches, but then you don't say battle royal. It's just rumble is something Yeah, different. battle royals are fun, but like... They're bad. They're all the same thing. <laughs> yeah, they're real bad. <laughs> At least the Rumble, they spice it up. You know, you build stories in the Rumble or go back to old story, you know, callbacks. Or you, like, build up a new dude. Like, when Razor, Razor when we're Diesel beat the shit out of everyone. Like, mm-hmm. beat fucking Virgil up for real. And then, like, Roman Reigns, a handful of years ago, had that run where people used yeah. to like him. And all of a sudden, they hate him. But, like, they all loved him when he was beating the shit out of everyone in the yeah, Rumble. <laughs> it threw out, like, 14 people. Yeah, Kane in, like, 2001. The great Royal Rumble. That was one where they brought all the weapons and shit. <laughs> so Is it Dreamer who hits Jericho? Like, not the same one. I think, I we think it was a different one where this. they brought in the kendo stick and hit Jericho in the face and they got the big goozle on it. Yeah. That was the one where he wanted one because he wanted to beat Sean's... He wanted to outdo Sean because Sean was That wasn't was 2001. No, that, that was, was 2003. But there was kendo sticks in that. So he like, did like, go the distance but have like the big fucking welt on his face. Yeah. We yeah. did a whole episode about Royal Rumble. We've got to do that one, yeah. yeah we have Rumble done that moments. Yet. No, we had or, we had a couple lined up, and then January just got away from us. We did the the written version of our best non-winner performances. Right, those are good. We should redo that. That or best spots would be a good one to do. Just favorite Rumble matches. There's yeah. enough of them. Yeah, I think we could have enough difference in them. Jacob would be on here, and he'd probably just pick the last five. The two that Orton won would be his one and two. <laughs> Orton's won two of them? Jesus. Tied with Hogan. Tied with... Uh, who else has two? No. Sean's got two. <laughs> That's Batista. <laughs> oh, he does, doesn't Well, Does that count? He shared the one with Cena? Him and Cena both have they two then? They didn't share that one. Didn't Did he technically up, win it? Didn't someone end up winning it? McMahon came out and blew out his knees, and then they restarted <laughs> the match. They didn't just call it a tie. And they both threw each, they both threw each other out when Vince was sitting in the ring. But yeah, I don't, <laughs> when Vince was sitting, sitting in the ring, straight up. <laughs> That's the the Twitter account Wrestling Arcade. They have like the one of them where he, he like tries to stand up and falls down. <laughs> oh, yeah, there's a couple three time winners. Only three-time winner. Do you know what it is? Steve Austin. Yeah. Oh, I thought he maybe slip you up. Yeah, you can't catch me. <laughs> you are the trivia guru. I mean, he cheated on the one. So does that really count? Yeah. Uh, this is the one you always uh, like to throw out for trivia. Uh, 2000. The uh, the Rock. Who really the, won that one? Who did really win that the one? Big Show. <laughs> but then why? how did Austin really win the one where he cheated? Because the ref didn't see it. They didn't go back and... We didn't have a good... Uh, didn't have a good commissioner to go back and overturn it the next night. Goddamn slaughter. <laughs> Fucking slappy slaughter. See, now we're watching a uh, hardcore match here, and it's got a ladder, of course, because <laughs> why wouldn't there be a ladder? All right, so your number one is the, the Royal, Royal Rumble. Rumble. Lots of good Royal Rumbles. Everyone knows what that is. 30 men enter, one man leaves. But what people don't remember is video stores. That's true. That's <laughs> what. If you should pull anything out of here, it's video stores. The video stores are awesome time all right so uh my top five to recount uh my number five was the best of series i like best of seven i like that best of seven i like that best of seven uh number four is a good old i quit match making someone tap out like a bitch like they would say <laughs> like jacob and his buddy when they were fighting in the, oh, their geez, house. those guys are maniacs <laughs> what about the uh there's a submission match 
I mean, that's technically an I quit match, right? But I like hearing the words, I quit. You want to say it? Not just tap it out. That's understandable. Number three, Ultimate X. Number two, good old-fashioned cage match. My number one, going off of Chris's uh, ladder match, I'm going with Money in the Bank. Wow, number one. I really like that Money in the Bank. (laughs) (laughs) It may be when I, I probably should have, in all honesty, I should have reshuffled this list. Money in the Bank may not have been number one because it is kind of oversaturated over the past no, couple, we did the exercise years. of rewatching them. I was surprised at how how much I enjoyed it more than I expecting. I like that. Uh, I like that it leads to something. I guess the lead up to it is kind of terrible because it's just eight random guys and. You're going to get the bad promo on Raw with like <laughs> all eight of them sitting on the ladder. But I like that it goes somewhere. And at least it, unlike the Rumble, I guess you kind of don't know who's going to win out of those eight guys. Where a Rumble, you're like, you have 30, but you know the four that have the shot to right. win it. And I guess you can guess who you think is going to win it, but it's more of a, uh, you know, a lot. Oh, mm-hmm. I'm still tired. Uh, more of a launching pad for bringing someone up. Yeah, I feel like they've been better at surprising you on that and because you like you said you're, you could save it for it could happen and then six months later they could do something with it you don't have to do it in the next month yeah it, it adds an element of surprise so maybe not the match so much even though i do like the match but it maybe that goes off topic a little bit but it's what it brings up like yeah. it, it continues the story that i like so. we broke down the intricacies of what's great about back in the archives that's <laughs> Dip your toes back, and the episodes go. We break down every Money in the Bank basically in the episode. Yeah, instead of our top five, we talk about every single one. We, like, we did our fives, but somehow we. <laughs> yeah, we we can never just stick to what you know. The thing to take away about the uh, Money in the Bank. Here's the thing to take away. This was supposed to be the shortest episode we've ever done, and it's quickly becoming the longest episode we've ever done. Well done. <laughs> the best spot in all the Money in the Banks. This big show trying to get that big fucking ladder in the ring. <laughs> well, that's all that you have to come back with? <laughs> so funny. Here's what I come away with. For our written version of this, I had my favorite Money in the Bank being the one from WrestleMania 23. And that wasn't even on your list, was it? <laughs> I don't think it was. I'm like, why the hell did I like that so much? I think Jacob had it on his, right? <sighs> That'll make me change it. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why. See, that's what just proves our point that everything changes. Yeah, one day you like one thing, one day you like the other. It's all good. There's no uh, no right or wrong, no good or bad. Yeah, Vince Russo, he's fine. Dave Meltzer, he's fine. fine. Jim Cornette is a good guy. Uh, Everyone has an opinion, and they're all entitled to it. Good brothers who you send shirts to and don't post pictures, they're fine. It's happening. I trust them. Hey, we're not naming names. <laughs> There's been plenty of good brothers who have tried to get the brother discount. <laughs> <laughs> I can think of a couple, but I don't even want to go there. Um, do you have anything, uh, what do you call it? Honorable mentions? Yeah. Triple threat. No, not triple threat. That's the one I don't like, the three-way dance. <laughs> so you like it where it's the first... First come, first serve. No, three-way dance is someone gets eliminated oh, and it yeah. gets down to two. And it just sounds cooler. Three-way dance sounds way... I'm just the ECW mark. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. They added those to the network. The original one, the night the line was crossed, 
I don't think I've ever seen that outside of like clips. Is that the 60 minute Funk Sabu and Douglas? Douglas? I think I have that on tape if you want the whole oh, thing. It's on the network now. The whole thing? Yeah, they That's dropped, a- like, that was one of like the dumps they just did. It was a bunch of super shows. I'm pretty sure that I bought. Oh, what was the other triple threat? Was it Malenko, Benoit, and Guerrero? Yeah. Didn't they have like a show called Triple Threat? I think that was the first time in the infancy of the internet that I bought something and the person totally stiffed me on it. <laughs> yes. So. That's the old days of psychopathic traders. You'd be like, <laughs> don't trust this guy. This guy <laughs> fucked me over. Well, I mean, just in general, they have all kind of tape trading. You just assume. Uh, back in the day, yeah, you'd have to wait for a money order to show up and then. <laughs> yeah. Go to- and like you'd go off of who has the best. Like you'd be like, well, I sold this many things or I purchased this many things, so I have a better yeah. <laughs> reputation than you do. Or if you're buying it, you got to give me the money. You're not <laughs> yeah. just going to send you the tape, and then you're going to send me the money. Thank cr- God for the system being in place now to <laughs> stop that. Oh, yeah, that's way better now. <laughs> no one rips people off online anymore. <laughs> you imagine buying a $92 Hasbro for some dude randomly <laughs> at a message board? like Going to Kroger and getting that money order for 89 cents. <laughs> oh, money order sucked. <laughs> I had them at the bank, too, but I just went to Kroger. Or 7-Eleven, I think, did them, too. I don't think I ever did that. I feel like I went to 7-Eleven, buy a PWI, buy a money order, <laughs> and go to the video store. Everything this generation now doesn't do. Yeah, come on, guys. Let's get serious. <laughs> you and your PayPal. On my... <laughs> so dumb, because it's really bad. When it's good... I guess it's the same with all of these, with Money in the Bank, too. Taipei Deathmatch? <laughs> When it's good, it's good, but when it's bad, which is most of the time, it's really bad. I kind of like the beat the clock. That's fun for what it is. <laughs> so, like, it you have, okay. you know, like, five people, and you're like, whoever can win their matches the quickest, you know. But then, it's it's kind of dumb, because they're all against jobbers. Like, Or, you know, the, the thing that sucks now is they do it against guys who just are, like, mid-card, decent guy, and then the just buries them like even further like <laughs> yeah like oh how fast can i beat you <laughs> they just did it for like the yeah. women didn't they yeah and, like, i think so for the bailey and i think like she gets like stuck in that snare and i'm like poor Liv morgan just getting like they did it for uh ruby riot i'm like how's ruby riot getting like just beaten down in two minutes huh? yeah but sometimes that's also uh Seems like a Teddy Long SmackDown thing. <laughs> yeah, of, that's so Teddy Long. <laughs> let's just have a beat the clock, player. <laughs> but you're gonna beat the clock and get a chance to fight the Undertaker <laughs> at Vengeance. Always <laughs> <laughs> <No>, Vengeance. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Like when they're when they're good, but some they're usually bad. The concepts, like it goes back to the sport kind of sports thing where it's like it adds a realistic yeah. element to it, I guess. It's a realistic element, except you see the guys like staring at the clock the whole time so they can hit their cue, which is kind of bad. But <laughs> you know what they should do? They haven't done this storyline in wrestling. Have someone throw their own match and act like the storyline is they put money on themselves, like <laughs> to lose the match. Jesus. No sense whatsoever. Yeah, you're. It's like a boxer throwing a fight. You're throwing the match to get the payday as opposed to the title. Sure, that's happened. That's kind of like what Jared did at Bash of the Beach, right? When he laid down for Hogan <laughs> through his match. <sighs> I don't know. I'm, I'm done. I'm so tired. Flag matches. I'll give that honorable mention. Those are fun. <laughs> <laughs>
What about karate matches? <laughs> I like the one with Ming and Hexel Jim Duggan. <laughs> <laughs> was, was that what was? Uh, I think it was. WCW is just great for any kind of gimmick match. Like, huh? Yeah, just weird one-off ones that you that don't even make sense. Like sometimes you just name a match, like the White Castle of Fear. You're just naming a match and just it has nothing to do with what's happening in the ring. Yeah, it's just a cage match with some nonsense. <laughs> Fucking the triple tier cage with like 22 guys fighting Hogan and Macho. One, I, I guess I would toss this into my legit honorable mention. Is uh, War Games? Yeah, I I don't want like I haven't watched enough of the old ones. Yeah, they were so good. Like you get the first one. I think it was the first one, like the Great American. Yeah, that was the first one. Great American Bash, where it's all uh, Horseman versus Dusty and Luger yeah, and Sting and Nikita, and I mean that's it's like all classic. A plus dudes going at each other. And then the one. A couple years after that was Sting Squadron and uh, Dangerous Those are Alliance. all in like camo? <sighs> I think so. There's a figure set. Where the, the Dangerous Alliance was like... It was Austin. Isn't that the best one everyone says? The Dangerous yeah, Alliance Yeah, it was one? real good. Because that was Austin. Dustin. Dustin. Zabisco. Rude. Then you had like Sting. And, well, Arn Anderson was on the... The Dangerous yeah. Alliance. Uh, but yeah, that was... Badass stable, Dangerous Alliance. Yeah. No, that was, yeah, probably one of the better ones. And you had, like, the two NWO ones, which were Those whatever. Are um, Fake Sting. <laughs> you've had the two uh, more recent times. The two in uh, NXT? NXT. I haven't watched either of those. They're good. I mean, they're not the same, but yeah. they're still good. Still the same concept, at least. And there were some, like... Bad indie ones mixed in there. Like IWA had one, and I think MLW had one oh, many, really? many years ago. But can they get sued for that? that seems probably kind of... uh, didn't. <laughs> they ML... probably didn't call it the War Games. I think MLW <laughs> got the copyright for it. Oh really? And it was right when NXT, NXT wanted did to it. use it, <laughs> and they still did. So I don't know how that. Maybe that was just an internet kind of deal. Internet nonsense. So <laughs> it's probably not. Yeah, you told me to don't deal in speculation and hearsay. <laughs> and you're out here dropping dirt sheet on everybody. I thought you were gonna say you don't deal with, uh, with copyrights and just cease and desist. I make sure most of the time. Walk that line narrow. <laughs> I mean, sometimes you get someone. You know, I've tried to keep out of the crosshairs of a certain company in New York. <laughs> Try to keep out of their crosshairs at least. Set out the crosshairs of a certain company that makes a certain machine. But... On the other hand, he's. <laughs> He, he hit me. <laughs> I thought you were going to say something bad about him. No, he's a fine man. He he's is. got two pins. He does have two pins. <laughs> two less than sold. <laughs> Only a handful left. Go buy them. Kurt Hawkins got a little share ski on his Instagram story, and then they popped done. a few that were left. We'll have a few for a certain event, end of August, beginning of September. Old wrestling in Ohio? Maybe. We'll say. <laughs> All right. I guess it's time to go because Stone Cold's frozen on the screen at this, <laughs> yeah. wrestling, or this SummerSlam. The TV has stopped, so that means it's time <laughs> for us to go. And this has been a long one, but that's okay. <laughs> sorry, we, sorry, Pete. <laughs> we like talking about gimmick matches. <laughs> you got anything else? Go online, look up all the barbed wire massacre matches, because that's what I know what I'm doing after this. <laughs> yeah. Let us know your favorite barbed wire massacre <laughs> matches. Um, 
I feel like I just watched that last one fairly recently, so that was a good one. OVE and LAX. It was about my list. Yeah, they went crazy. They did crazy shit on there. Again, the skewers, which <laughs> no one needs. All right, let us know your favorite gimmick matches. My favorite gimmick match is going to be me going to bed <laughs> real quick. Or me and Marmalade in a Taipei death match. Nothing wrong with that. No good son of a bitch. Um, real quick, aren't they going to have a first blood match at uh, All Out? Oh, yeah? Are they advertising that? Who's that? I think it's going to be uh, uh, Cody and uh, the former Ty Dillinger. Oh. I thought they... I didn't watch the first, uh, what is that, the Road to All Out? Yeah, I, that just came out, right? Yeah. Yeah, no, I don't know if they announced it yet. This is so dumb. That's how much I pay attention. I thought they, like, put out a graphic for it and then pulled pull it back. Right. Yeah. But I think that's the idea, so that'll cool be good. That. that seems like a very Cody thing to do, so. More blood. <laughs> More gimmick matches. That's what we like. Well, Chris is playing with his uh, <laughs> Bob Backlund. Switching so. the hands out. Yeah, so I think it's time to go. Hope you enjoyed our longest episode ever. <laughs> I know I'll enjoy editing it in the next 24 hours. So, this is Peter and Chris. Bob Backlund. And Bob Backlund. And Jesse Ventura. Goodbye, everybody. Bye for now. said the sweet spot is 45 minutes can't be long like people, like people start tuning out <laughs> not what he, he said he has people in the business I don't know Rhino said he was uh, disappointed with our short ones he was like I need more <laughs> we, can't, we can't do three hours what's the longest we hit two hours that fucking round table was a marathon wasn't it <laughs> I think it may have been longer than two two and a half we have 13 ratings. Really? Hell yeah, man. That's, that's on, what's that, YouTube? Or uh, YouTube? On uh, Apple? Yeah, that's it. That's <laughs> Yeah, I'm, there's some that I always think are big, and they don't have that many. Like, I mean, it's all probably our Slowly our, building. Our buddies, but that's okay. Our uh, archives, I feel like, is slowly building. That's like the first thing I do Monday when I get to work, is I go to the Podbean page to see how, much, how many more listeners there are. <laughs> So let's look. look. We had a two fifteen. We had a two thirty five. Those could be our longest ones. Two thirty five was favorite live events. Holy that one shit. did go long. That was a good one. It was a good one. Current product is only one thirty eight. It felt so long. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Steve kept saying this show sucks. Aaron still banned himself because of that show. Epic entrances two fifteen. Keep this one short and sweet. I think this one will be kind of short, but that's okay. okay. I'll watch Shrangle Mania 